It's 10.07 at WINZ. We hope you're going to have a wonderful weekend. It's great to be alive in South Florida. And we have a lot of apologies to issue today. In fact, that's going to be the theme of our show is... I wish I had the record by Brenda Lee. I'm sorry. We looked for that a few weeks ago, but we couldn't find it. We couldn't uh, dig Brenda up. But uh, that probably would really fit in very well because I have a lot of apologies. Might take the whole four hours today just to apologize adequately because, well, the bottom line is, you know, I'm really a bad guy. That's what it's all about. And I think I owe a deep apology, a series of apologies to a lot of people. But before we get to that, uh, Senor Valdez... Uh, is again, as always, taking everything and twisting it. You know, he's uh, put upon now, and he's a wounded hero, and uh, his family is in danger, et cetera, and so on. And uh, we've been very, very clear on this show the last three days in urging people when they called me the uh, Metro commissioners and their uh, offices uh, not to be uh, hysterical and not to be rude, but just to, uh, you know, voice your objection to this ridiculous, unneeded referendum that Mr. Valdez and the commissioners want to have and to let them know that we don't want to sit by idly and watch this community be turned into a laughing stock again. And I thank Justin Gillis, the Herald staff writer, who wrote the article that appears in this morning's Herald because, A, he actually talked to me, and, um, B, he actually quoted me correctly, which is very unusual in this market. For example, Channel 4 yesterday... And I understand they're coming back out here again today, and they ought to because they ought to be ashamed of what they did to me yesterday. The irony of the whole thing is that all three of the local affiliates uh, did come out here yesterday, and we did get some coverage on this story. But the irony is, and I have to be fair, Channel 10, which didn't even come out here, did the best job. They used some old file footage of me, and, uh, you know, it said last November over my ugly face, and that was the bottom line. But they did the best balanced story, and uh, Channel 4 really did a disservice because they picked up something I said in mid-sentence and took it out of context, and I was saying they keep doing this to us over and over again. And I was talking about the politicians, but I'm sure that a lot of people got the impression that I was talking about Hispanics or Cubans or whatever it might have been, and that's not what I was saying in that sentence. But they took it out of context very poorly and Channel 4, I'm shocked and amazed and disappointed. Channel 7, of course, uh, they did it on that Live at 5 routine, and that, of course, is always embarrassing at best, but uh, at least they try to get the story straight. I didn't see the coverage on Channel 2. I don't know what they put on, because I have no idea when they even run that. Did they have a local newscast on Channel? No. So when would they run that? I don't know. They were out here. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts at Pubic Television, ladies and gentlemen? But nonetheless, it's a great weekend to be alive in South Florida. And I apologize. Not for anything specific, but just in general. I mean, if there's something you're upset about, I'm sorry. It's my fault. If it rains in the middle of your picnic this afternoon, in the middle of your barbecue, if it should rain, I'm sorry, because it's my fault. I guess I must have been born under the wrong sign. As a matter of fact, I think the sign I was born under was a deli. But anyway, as far as Mr. Valdez is concerned, one of the things that I found shocking, because I had forgotten how stupid this man is, in watching the piece on Channel 10 last night where he uh, attempted to speak a few words in English, Mr. Valdez reminds us that he doesn't even understand what the anti-bilingual ordinance is. 
And in an interview with our own Jim Loney of Winds News two days ago, Mr. Valdez says that he is going to continue with this come hell or high water. The article in the Herald, for those of us who don't ordinarily read it, but it does happen to be here free in the building, and the price is right. But the article says that the other commissioners are, and also a group of Spanish leaders, Cuban leaders in town, are going to try to persuade Mr. Valdez gently to drop all of this and uh, to try to get out of it. All except, of course, Jim Redford, who's a real lunkhead. Mr. Redford, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. It says, if Valdez rejects Hispanic leaders' pleas to back off, at least some commissioners will feel obliged to honor the earlier compromise and send the bilingual issue to a public vote. You just can't double-cross people that way, Redford said. Hell, Valdez came out and made his compromise. That was hard for him to do. Are we now supposed to blow him out of the water? The compromise, of course, being that instead of just having the commission repeal the anti-bilingual ordinance, they put it to a referendum. Some compromise. In other words, because Mr. Valdez is personally insulted by the anti-bilingual ordinance, that his feelings are being hurt, to quote him, therefore somehow the rest of the commission is obligated to do something. And with thinking like that, Mr. Redford, we ought to go a long way in Dade County. A long way toward reinforcing that image of a juvenile delinquent, which is quoted in Justin Gillis' article in the Herald today. The New York Times piece, citing Miami's reputation as a juvenile delinquent, many political leaders said Friday the town had proved the point. I mean, we didn't waste any time. It was only two days between last Sunday and Tuesday. And here we were trying to prove to the world that the New York Times was right. And Mr. Valdez, I know it's very difficult to confuse you with the truth to get you to understand that nobody is slurring anybody and that the anti-bilingual ordinance is just sitting there causing no harm. All of the debate, all of the compromise, all of anything that's needed to be done with that are over-finished. Adios. Arrivederci. And I'm not going to keep talking about this. Uh, after today, I'm not going to discuss it at all. I will give the numbers out again on Monday and uh, any other days that it's necessary for people who want to continue making the calls. But I'm not going to continue discussing it every day because, first of all, it's depressing. Second of all, it raises my blood pressure and gets me really irate, and I'm not going to go back to doing that kind of show again because I'm not going to be the savior of the community. It's just not possible. I've been trying that for 11 years, and it doesn't work. And uh, my life is going to go on one way or the other. You know, I'm still going to be a bad guy, and I'm still going to have to come in here every day and apologize to everybody. I do want to thank, by the way, I do want, want to do this publicly. Since Tuesday, well, I guess Tuesday was kind of a banner day. We had this uh, thing by the Metro Commission, and also the spring ratings came out on Tuesday. And since that day, most of the people in this building have gone out of their way to come to me and congratulate me on the incredible ratings, which, by the way, I have the hour-by-hour -hour numbers here, and we will go into those in depth on this show. In depth, at length. We will salivate. We will savor them. Because certainly in some quarters they aren't doing that. And those of us who are a part of this show, which includes not only me and Kyle and the Tweety Bird, but the audience as well, we're going to savor this. But I started to say a lot of people in the building went out of their way to come to me and uh, say some nice things. I appreciate that, and I also commend them on the great numbers that they got with the news and beating the competition. In fact, the only areas that we were weak in this rating book or after I went off the air until TalkNet came on. Of course, the 6 o'clock hour is never a highly rated news hour, so that's kind of a moot point. But uh, 2 to 5, or 2 to 6, 
were the lowest rated hours on this radio station. And that's all changed now that Mr. Frog is here on WINZ. And I got news for you, and I convey this with the utmost sincerity. There are days when I get hysterical because Mr. Frog is doing Miami Vice again and Don Johnson and other things that I find tedious and terminal and repetitious, but Mr. Frog at his worst is 80,000 times better than what he replaced, and at his best is 10 million times better. And the proof is in the pudding. It's right here, the tangible proof that over half the audience of this radio station at 2 p.m. was turning that dial. And I don't want to mention Daffy's name, although it is interesting after these many weeks that Daffy is not back on the air someplace else. And if you want to make a lot of money, you can wager anybody and everybody you know that she will not be back on the air anyplace else because she's not a broadcaster. And I hold no ill. I harbor absolutely no personal negative feelings toward Daffy. But in terms of uh, being a broadcaster, she never was, she is not, and never will be. And her program was repetitious, monotonous, boring, terminal. And not only did over half of the audience tune it out at 2 o'clock, but those people under the age of 100 en masse said adios, arrivederci, hasta luego, which is a step for bilingualism right there. In fact, Mr. Valdez, if you want to do a public service, maybe you could get her back on the air on some station because then everybody would be saying hasta luego to that particular station, and that's a step toward bilingualism right there. Daffy was an unmitigated disaster. But I apologize now having said that, because I'm a bad guy and I shouldn't say that. As a matter of fact, when I was coming to work this morning, it dawned on me that because I'm a bad guy, I probably shouldn't say anything, which could be arranged. There is nothing in my contract that says I have to speak. I do show up here every... Now, you're smiling about that, but stop and think about it for a minute. I do show up here every day. I put in my time during the week, not on Saturday. I'm not that dumb anymore. I come in uh, about 9.30 on Saturday. But during the week, I come in here early, sometimes as early as 8 in the morning. Put a lot of work putting all these bits together and putting stuff on cart and coming up with ideas and doing different stuff. So I certainly put in my time. Now, the idea that I also have to come on here and speak, let's not get carried away. As a matter of fact, we might start that any minute here this morning. As Simon and Garfunkel would say, the sounds of silence. And even with the sounds of silence, I have a feeling that we could probably get a higher share than some stations in the market. I'm not going to mention any names because we also owe an apology to our friends at the other end of the building. Right? To our former friends at the other end of the building who have been very kind to me. Well, not all of them have been kind to me. Jeff Chase is not kind to me because uh, Jeff is paranoid about this program. He's a nice guy, never stole a freight train. He's got a fine voice, a little boring. Now, now you see, I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. I owe an apology now. Exactly. Let's start making a list of all. <laughs> Is there enough ink in the, in the whole world for me to make a list? Is there enough paper in the whole world for me to make a list of all the people to whom I need to apologize on this show today? Certainly, George and his whole family, Mr. Valdez, I must apologize. Because even though I told people no violence, no threats, no hysteria, but Mr. Valdez is quoted here as saying, please, Neil, debate the issue. 
differentiate between me and the issue for the safety of my family and the sake of our community. Well, Mr. Valdez, you have made yourself the issue because you're the only one we can find who really wants to rehash this disgusting issue again. So you have made yourself the issue. But in spite of that, Kyle, at this moment, as I speak, is making a long list on my screen here of all of those people to whom I must apologize. This probably will go for, oh, pages and pages. This is going to be worse than the Iran-Contra hearings. I want you to call up Senator Inouye right now. He's got the weekend off. I want you to call the senator immediately and also Lee Hamilton or Alexander Hamilton, whoever you like, and get them in here because there's no question we need a little inquisition on this program today. Okay, let's take our first break, and when we come back, then you can continue with that long list. Yes, sir. Oh, boy, if you knew what I was laughing about, that's uh, that's only the half of it, what you just heard. Anyway, we're going to have some fun here today, and I'm just going to come in here every day and have a good time like I have been the last seven months and uh, screw all these other people. You know what I'm saying? If they want to be real super sensitive and they want to uh, start acting like little children, that's going to be their problem. But I'm going to keep having a good time. And um, wait a minute. Oh, we've got a long list of people here. So if you're thinking about calling, you might have to uh, kind of hold it off, so to speak, because we have a long list of people to whom we have to apologize, apologize today. I mean, just about everybody. I think we ought to start with our corporate chief engineer, don't you? I could do the whole show on him easy, and then I'd really have to apologize when I finish saying everything that I would like to say. I think there ought to be a law that that man is not permitted to come into this building and certainly not to touch any of our equipment, don't you? I mean, the one thing I will say, and I know this is a miracle because I just got through telling you about the nice... And we do have a lot of nice people who work in this building. In fact, most of them even listen to this show during the week now around the building, which is... An incredible miracle, because up until a few months ago, the people who worked here didn't even know where to find WINZ on the dial, much less listen to it. But they are listening, and there seems to be, uh, well, there seem to be a lot of people having a good time during these hours, and even during 2 to 6 when Boring Stan is on. But getting back to our engineers, the amazing part of it is, because... I've never been known for saying all these great things about engineers. Because once upon a time, when I first came here, we had an engineering staff that had a degree of incompetence seldom seen in the history of radio broadchasing. I mean, it was just frightening. And since then, some miracle has taken place, and we have evolved into a situation where engineers are great. And they're cooperative, and they've actually even, in some cases, become a part of the program. We have our cart carousels in here now. And we have this uh, queuing machine. And I can't believe the miracles that have happened. Now, now, I grant you, not not gigantic, spectacular things, but little things. And as Brenda Lee would say, to bring her up again, little things mean a lot. And if anybody knows that, I certainly do. Real little things sometimes mean a lot. So we love our engineering staff. And uh, that is, of course, those who are specifically on the payroll of WINZ AM and Zeta FM. That does not include, of course, our corporate chief engineer who every now and then comes running around the building causing chaos wherever he is seen. Now, I think that perhaps uh, he ought to consider moving to Portland, Maine would be an excellent move. They have scenic falls up there. The spring is not, grant you, the winter is not too much to get excited about. 
But the fall is magnificent. Those falling leaves, man, in the autumn, those autumn leaves. Even Roger Williams has never seen a sight quite like those autumn leaves. I'm almost tempted to start playing that record. Of course, I don't have it. But if I did, I'd be really tempted to start playing that music. And what is this about his new BMW? All bought by this company? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, more power to them because, you know, we're a low-budget operation. But we like to reward incompetence. We do not necessarily like to reward competence. Although I will say this, and here comes my next apology, my retraction. I'm going to swallow my pride. I'm going to swallow it right on the ear now. Because I have in my hand, found this in my mailbox, and I don't want Gary to get upset. This is just a radio show. See, I've discovered for whatever reason, and probably the reason is because the corporate honcho was in town the last few days, and he gets everybody here very upset. He's just not what you call a really pleasant, friendly guy. Like, the station has got a 6.3 share in a rating. It's the highest rating this station has had in many, many years, certainly in the modern era of radio in this market. We are number two overall. The only station that beat us is like an elevator music station, Life, which isn't really even a radio station. It's just like a background music service. So we're like at the top of the heap. But this man, unfortunately, came in and kind of put everybody into a negative frame of mind because that's just his disposition. He's just kind of a surly, negative guy because he's been sitting in Portland, Maine all those years watching the leaves turn. And when you watch the leaves turn, you know, after a while, in the beginning it's beautiful, but after about the 20th year, it gets real old. And your brain begins to turn, just like the leaves. You know how the leaves start to get like brownish red, and then they get kind of, and then they get kind of rotten, and they fall off. So if Bunky Buyer is listening, perhaps a quick trip to Portland might be in order, or at least just a phone call and give them the telephone number of your lobotomist. Would that be the right word, a lobotomist? I don't know if there's such a word, but it sounds good to me. You know, a guy that they can call on quickly when they need one fast, like Bill Casey, something like that. But in my mailbox this morning, I have a brochure from our general manager, Gary Lawrence. And I do owe an apology to Gary. I don't know for what, but I do owe him an apology. No, I just uh, went off the deep end yesterday. I went off the deep end, but it really had nothing to do with him. That had to do with our program director, who has become... Well, I don't know. I don't See, because then I'll have to apologize to him after I say this, but I'll say it anyway. You know how, like, Tony Perkins plays all those roles? In fact, Mark is beginning to look a little bit like Tony Perkins. Have you noticed that? And he's under a lot of pressure and a lot of duress. And he was doing okay until I came back from vacation and said all those terrible things about having, you know, the station carried the hearings and Ollie North and all of that stuff. And that kind of set him on edge a little bit. And then, of course, when our corporate honcho came in this week, that uh, pushed him over the deep end, pushed him off the edge. But I have my American Express Hawaii vacations brochure. And I said yesterday that our management could take this 10-day vacation in Hawaii and stick it where the moon don't shine. And that was a terrible thing to say. And I'm sorry. Because I want the vacation. And so now we are going to, figuratively speaking, reach where the moon don't shine and pull the vacation back out. Now, what are you... Now, come on. What's wrong with that? We have to pull it back out. In fact, here it is. We are extricating the brochure back out from where the moon don't shine and thanking Gary from the bottom of our hearts. No, I'm serious. That was... Uh, 
That was a tacky thing to do. And I apologize. Sorry. I'll never do it again. I will also never do Saturday again. But that's another story. You see, when I say things like that, they just laugh at me. Then they get a good sense of humor. I say other things, they don't have a sense of humor. But when I say something like, this is my last Saturday, they laugh. <laughs> Boy, is he funny, huh? Boy, have I got a long list here. I'm telling you, Stan may have to uh, stay home today. I could go down this whole... There Are there talk stations in Hawaii? Yeah, I think they got one now. The only problem is you'd have to make about uh, 500000 a month in order to live out there. The cost of, Maybe I could uh, just kind of hang out over there with Jack Lord on Diamond Head. We understand that Jack has a lot of spare help just kind of hanging around the pad over there on Diamond Head. Cook them, Dano. But we don't want to get into a thing about Hawaii Five-0 because it happens to be one of my favorite shows of all time. I know that gets a lot of people hysterical. How could you watch that horrible show? Well, maybe I'm only fascinated by the fact that they shoot Jack Lord through the same linoleum that they shoot that uh, character on Knott's Landing. I can never think of her name. Boy, I don't know why her name keeps slipping away from me. The one who was in the Play Misty for me. Um, it's on the tip. Donna Mills, that's it. Donna Mills. They shoot her through a brick wall. And let's face it, if you're going to be shot, you know, your best chance is be shot through maybe a steel wall, but a brick wall is second best. And they did the same with Jack Lord. If you watch any of those old uh, episodes of Hawaii Five-0, you'll notice that everybody else, their face is crystal clear. Even Chin Ho, who, may he rest in peace, looked just like Senator Inouye. But not Jack Lord. Jack is always like in this cloud, you know, always... Uh, shot from 500 yards away and real fuzzy. That's because Jack is about 100 years old. Okay, 27 before 11 at WINZ. This is Apology Day here at Winds. I think we need to take another break. Okay, now there's somebody else we all owe an apology to. May she rest in peace in that big doggy heaven in the sky. <laughs> Lady. Now those of you who have been listening to WINZ for a long time all remember Lady. And those wonderful jaunts through the atrium with Jane Lind, our former executive secretary at Wins. Every day at 12.30 after lunch, it used to be playtime. <coughs> and those were the sounds that Jane was making. Uh, <laughs> oh, but that's another story for another day. I'm going to write a book about this radio station. I really am. I mean, I've worked at three stations in the market. And certainly KAT was a bizarre place to work. And W Snooze was, uh, I can't even begin to tell you, because I was there from day one for six years of living hell. Uh, that was a r real interesting place. But here at Winds, man, it just, uh, there are little nuances and all sorts of things that go on. At the, For example, as I said, ratings came out on Tuesday. This station is kicking ass, as they say on those FM stations. I know. No, I only said ass. Okay? I didn't say the other half of the word. Whole. I didn't say that. But anyway, uh, we're really doing it. And every, well, not everybody, but most of the people in the building, I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this because I want to be, well, I'm, I am a nasty guy. But most of the people here are like psychotic. And I came in this morning and I'm really, I'm just, I don't know, I'm like in limbo. I don't know whether to scream or eat a banana. And uh, I discovered that I'm not the only one. That for unrelated reasons, we have uh, people in our newsroom, for example, who are just, um, I mean, bananas. Just abs Oh, yes, we also owe an apology to a lady in our newsroom, which we'll be doing much later on in the show. 
fact, we may run out of time before we get to that apology, but I do have it on the list. Kyle just reminded me. Well, what is that? We owe an apology to Donna Mills. We're going to leave her name on there. Yeah, we probably do. Because the inference is that Donna Mills is, uh, you know, kind of a wrinkled old bag now, and that's why they need that heavy filter on there when they shoot her on Knott's Landing. That's the inference. That's the obvious implication. It's clear as can be. And, Donna, we apologize. Lady, of course, unfortunately, was shipped off to Tallahassee, which is a shame because she was next in line for several key executive positions here at Wins. And who knows what office she might be sitting in right now if uh, she hadn't made that intemperate move to Tallahassee, right? She could be the head honcho right now. She could be sitting in Portland, Maine in that executive chair, which might be a big improvement, right? But we don't want to get those people upset because, after all, they're the ones who dole out this heavy bread. <laughs> okay, 21 before 11 at WINZ. Let's see, I wanted to do something when we came back, and I uh, missed it. So let's catch up with that. If there are people in the audience, uh, you know, who really think that they're going to call in today and say something meaningful, uh, you better forget it because, boy, we're just I'm just going to have a good time today. Because I went home last night, and I tied myself to the wall, and I just, uh, you know, impaled myself on several sharp objects. And I said, well, it's time to time to punish myself for having been such an evil and bad and nasty guy and for all of these terrible, outrageous things I've done to so many of these wonderful people who, after all, never stole a freight train. Maybe a caboose or two, but never the whole train. Tad? What are you doing in the Volvo? From the producers of The Children comes another slice of real-life terror. Reality Films presents The Teenagers. Good night, kids. Remember to keep that stereo low. Okay, Ma. We promise. Caught somewhere between childhood and adulthood. And the only thing that's certain is... Get it. They're all hood. Hey, Mr. Kramer, tell your daughter I'm ready to take her to the slumber party. <laughs> but I thought that was just for girls. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll show you something just for girls. <laughs> when they go through puberty, you go through hell. The teenagers. For sure. <laughs> now destroying a living room near you. Terrible. We apologize for that. 1041. Hey, listen, we're going to be apologetic. Now, let's get to these numbers, okay? And yes, I will confess that uh, after this particular rating book, we've done a lot more. Oh, I didn't look in the uh, radio TV page. All I looked in was the Yokel News section of the Herald. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did you see it? No. All right, before we get started now, let me just take a peek. Because you never know, Linda Thornton may have redeemed herself... Oh, yeah. Mike the dog. That's the big story on the radio page in the Herald today. Mike the dog. And uh, some little stupid thing about Miami Vice on the opening, the season opener of Miami Vice. Stan will be excited about that. Stan, open your Herald 3B. I tuned in Miami Vice last night for about 30 seconds to see if I could watch it. And it was Don Johnson doing something with a telephone and uh, something obscene with a telephone, and that was it. And at that point, I tuned it back out and went back to the uh, Braves game, which was really depressing. Boy, are they playing good ball or what, those Braves, huh? 
Boy, they are really, the Chuck Tanner influence is really sinking in again. He is so bad, so bad. He's almost as bad as the guy who manages Leyland, Jim Leyland. See, I remembered the name today, the manager of the Pirates who chain smokes the cigarettes in the dugout. They're only 100 games out of first place, no problem. But that, don't blame Leyland. The reason he's chain smoking is because he's inheriting everything that Tanner left a couple of years ago. All the mung. Oh, yeah, speaking of mung, I have to apologize again because I did call somebody in this building. I don't want to mention our program director's name. I called somebody a mung brain on the air the other day. I apologize. I take it back. See, this is only a radio show, and I keep trying to convince these people. It's just a radio show. There's a lot of it that's just shtick. That's just, it's just a show. It's just entertainment. It's just to keep the people knowing that their pulse is ticking, that something is going on. But all of a sudden, everybody's getting real sensitive. You know what I mean? Real sensitive now. Now, I'm not supposed to have any feelings because I'm a miserable SOB, and I'm not a human being, so naturally... You know, the fact that my best friend died three weeks ago is not important because I'm just supposed to, you know, overlook those things and my life goes on. I'm just a miserable, like a rock. Okay? So I'm sorry. I'm really very sorry that I said those terrible, intemperate things and I wounded, I pierced the feelings of all of my wonderful contemporaries, or at least some of them here in the building. Well, only a couple of them, really, you know, if the truth be known. Anyway, what would you like to know? about the rating book. Would you like to know that at 10 o'clock in the morning on WINZ, we have a 10.2 share of the audience? See, I would have been delighted to have these numbers at night, any time. And I did have numbers like this, and I had some that were higher at night. But nighttime is a different ballgame because there are about half as many available people. So the ratings that you get at night in this business are they're distorted because you get much higher shares at night than you do during the daytime, allegedly. So a 10.2 share in the daytime would be like a 20 share at night, more or less. An average quarter hour of 72,500 people listening, which in the 10 o'clock hour, let's say, yeah, that's, that's higher than any other quarter hour on any other radio station, AM, FM, PM, or BM. Although the 11 o'clock hour in this show is even higher. A 10.8 with average quarter hours of 80,500. And the most incredible part is that an awful lot of them, a big chunk of them, are people under the age of 100, living and breathing. Like 18 to 34 and 25 to 54. And also, it's interesting that we have a lot of people over 65. Isn't that interesting? They didn't all go away. The only ones who went away were the miserable old prunes. And those are the ones we wanted to have go away. But the people with a sense of humor, the people with an IQ of over three, they're still out there of all ages. So we start with a 10.2 share, a 10.8 at 11 a.m., at noon, a 9.0, and at 1 o'clock, a 9.6. And for anybody listening who is in this business, to try to absorb those numbers, to try to absorb the significance, the meaning of those, is almost more than I can cope with. Then at 2 o'clock, when Daffy was on, we dropped from a 9.6 to a 4.7, which simple arithmetic would indicate that more than half of the audience and two-thirds of the younger demographics were all going to the radio, diving to the dial with a desperate move to say, Arrivederci, adios, hasta luego. And I think it is kind of interesting, by the way, since Sonny Fox is always talking about the numbers. And we do thank Sonny, by the way. I've got to apologize to him also. He left him off the list. We've got to apologize because Sonny called on the air 
Was it Tuesday afternoon when I was on with Stan for a little while and he called to congratulate me? Now, I grant you he was a little sauced, but nonetheless, he did call to congratulate me on these incredible ratings. But it is rather interesting that at 10 a.m., Y100 has 5,600 men, 18 to 34. The Neil Rogers Show has 7,700. At 11 o'clock, Y100 has 5,700 of the same demographic. I've got 8,400. On it goes. I mean, they don't even come close. 18 to 34-year-old males. And Y100, the top-rated FM station in the market, doesn't even come close. Now, I grant you, they got a lot of teenagers. But we don't want teenagers because the FCC has told us they don't want those teenagers hearing all this, uh, you know, stuff, whatever it is that we allegedly do. That's so terrible and uh, frank and uh, evil and grotesque and whatever. Now, we do have, you know, 100 or 200 teenagers here or there, but that's, you know, that's just a statistical fluke. That's just an accident. As opposed to the uh, 1,800 or 3,800 or 3,500 that Y100 has. I wonder how WGTR is doing during those same hours with those men 18 to 34. Wouldn't that be kind of interesting to look if we can find them on the sheet? Oh, that's right. They're on the previous page. How isn't that interesting? 11 a.m. They have 8,900. The Neil Rogers Show has 8,400. At noon, they have 7,700. The Neil Rogers Show has 8,400. Isn't that interesting? Just a little statistic. Now, I know these statistics mean nothing to the average person out there in the radio audience. They mean a lot to me. And that's why I'm going to take 20 hours today. We're not letting Major on the air. We're taking TalkNet. We're going to preempt it. And we're going to go over all of these numbers slowly, carefully, and repeat them over and over again. I have to take some, some, something in this, some joy in sitting here and looking at the fact that over the past 10 months, out of nowhere, out of the thin air, out of a miracle, I've been able to... Be, of course, we have to thank all the help we've gotten along the way. All the promotion, all the... Uh... No? Oh, okay. I mean, it's happened like spontaneous generation. It would be like walking into the middle of the street in a desert town tomorrow and seeing a whole beautiful community built of living and breathing people. And you ask yourself, where did they come from? And somebody said, no, it just spontaneously generated, like garbage. You know how it happens in garbage, how you have those fruit flies? Spontaneous generation is what the term they use for that. And that's where our audience came from, like from garbage. Now, now that's probably not a very tactful way of putting it, right? Of course not. That was just a little shot, because we do appreciate the support of all those wonderful people out there, including the living and breathing ones, but we don't want them to get a big head. Because certainly, if I'm not supposed to get a swelled head, then the audience should not get a swelled head. And if you did get a swelled head, we'd probably have to call Fred Schatz in here and give you all kinds of instructions of what you do when you get a swelled head. Can we say that? No. I apologize for having said that, because it could be misconstrued. Okay, let's take our last break. We've got a lot of numbers to go over here now, so I want you to get your pencil sharpened up. I mean, we've, I'm just, what I'm going to do is just read numbers like, um, you know, 2.6, 4,700. <laughs> I mean, I'm no fool. I know if they want me to come in here on Saturday, I can kill four hours off easy. You know, just read all the numbers from, they gave me all this stuff. I mean, even Mark put this in my box after I was in there screaming and yelling and carrying on and saying, you, you maniac, you mung brain. But I think he's feeling a little better today. Should we call him at home and put him on the air? No, let's not do that. He'd be upset.
it's, uh, yeah, and then I'd have to apologize again. See, I mean, once we get one apology out of the way, let's at least leave that particular person or persons alone till Monday. Over, Honda. Make way, Suzuki. The ultimate two-wheel experience is here. Yes. 5,000 cc's of flaming fury waiting for a man macho enough to tame it. It's the Kamikaze XS, and it'll take you from zero to 200 miles an hour in under six seconds. Hold tight, because this babe's got everything except brakes. What? The Kamikaze XS. It's the last motorcycle you'll ever ride. We still have uh, a forgotten World War II. Junkie talk. And there is absolutely nothing on the air except this guy is a jerk, that lady is a whatever, and so and on and on and on and on. You know something? We owe Ricky Ticky an apology. You know why? We just stepped on him. And of all the people in radio to step on, he would be the worst, wouldn't he? I mean, a man who does talk-ups to instrumentals. The only man in the history of radio who did a talk-up to Jimmy Dorsey so rare... Ricky Ticky, and we just stepped all over him. And we apologize. I mean, there's no discussion of, of uh, situations, of events, of, uh, of social problems or anything else. It's just shock radio. I know. Okay, six minutes before 11 at WINZ. Well, we're going to be asking the audience today. Well, we've got several different things that we can invite them to call about in the next hour. Not now, okay? Just wait. Just cool it a little bit. But in the next hour, one of them, of course, we want a critique of the Stan Major show. We want a comparison between Stan Major and Daffy McCallum. We know that Stan can be monotonous, repetitious, sometimes boring, can overdo the Don Johnson routine. We also know that Daffy McCallum was beyond terminal. Beyond terminal. As she was lifting all those poor minorities up by their bootstraps, she was also putting most of America into an instant coma. She was better than Samanex. That's one of the things. And, of course, the other thing is, if you feel there are people to whom this radio show owes an apology, we want to hear about that. In fact, maybe some of you can do the apologies for us. Because let's face it, how humble can you be, right? You can only do so many of them. And you just kind of naturally run out of humility. We're going to do all kinds of stuff today because I'm just in the mood to do it, and we're going to kind of make the transition back into having a good time. I'm not going to have a nervous breakdown and I'm not going to have a stroke for the audience or for Mr. Valdez or for the management or for anybody else, okay? I'm just not going to do it this week. Of course, next week is another story. We're going to stop this. To make up for Ricky Ticky, okay? Should we stop it? Okay, we stopped it. Now, whether I've redeemed myself or not for stepping all over Ricky Ticky, everything, the whole rest of this program is hanging right now on a press of the button. I mean, if this is perfect, if this is as tight as... Well, I don't want to say that. 
if this is as tight as is humanly possible, if this is what radio disc jockeys salivate and dream about, then I may have redeemed myself. The moment of truth. We're back for hour number two on a Saturday morning. This is the Stan Major Build-Up Show, and we want to apologize to George Valdez and his entire family, to Taffy McCallum, Jeff Chase, Rick Shaw, the FCC, Jack Lord, Donna Mills, Peter Bolger, Mark Hewn, Pat and Debbie Boone, Gary Lawrence, Dick Capon, Linda Thornton, Bob Gilbertson, Bunky Byers, Mike Anthony, Lee Fowler, Mike Spindell, Greg Budell, Don Agony, Noodles, and Sonny Fox. Boy, I never thought we'd get them all in. It's 11.09 at Winds, and we hope you're having a great weekend. And uh, we're going to give those numbers out. The lines are flashing frantically, and uh, it's your show today, folks. Do whatever the hell you want, okay? And don't apologize to anybody for what, whatever you're going to do. In Dade County, 624-9400. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Isn't what that wimp Ryan O'Neill is now what he said in Love Story? Love means never having to say you're sorry. And here at Winds, where we love each other a lot, the number in Dade is 624-9400. And in Broward, 524-9400. Everybody is so sensitive this week, man. If you had any idea, they're just all like on the razor's edge. They're on the edge of a nervous breakdown. 
Well, you know, it's difficult to handle all this great success. You know, it's easy to handle mediocrity. Anybody can do that. Anybody can deal with a one-two share. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, that number just came to mind. Anybody can deal with... Well, I'm not so sure. I don't think we could deal with a 1.2 share. No, I think we'd have a lot of problems. Okay, let's go to the phone and see uh, what the audience is up to. North Miami, hello. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, did you happen to see Valdez on Channel 4 yesterday on the news? Yes, I did. That was too much. How far will Neil Rogers go? I've received death threats on my life. Yeah, like I'm responsible for that, right? That's right. Neil, I was wondering if you received that article I sent you on wall time. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's he, really all I had to say. He's coming here with the Pope in September, you know. It's amazing. They're traveling together now. Yeah, I was the same one that sent your boot in the box. Our, yeah, right. Well, listen, the mail is still coming in on that, and by the time Pat and Debbie get here next month, every man, woman, and child in South Florida will have their very own personal copy. So you can take a lot of credit for that. Keep it up, Neil. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. La Bella with I'm Sorry. Hello. Can you hear it, Neil? Yeah. Turn it up. Great. This is for all of those fakers in Radioland. i got to write this down, too. Thank you, sir. And all of our friends out there, thank you, too. But, uh, you know, enough is enough. It's 12 minutes past 11 at WINZ. We have an open line in each county, as a matter of fact, as I speak right now, in Dade, 624-9400, and in Broward, 524-9400. Kendall, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Uh, you have the best rating in Miami. You're, you're, you're number one radio land. You don't need to apologize to anybody. Well, that's not what I hear, sir. I think it's I'm ridiculous. I'm a mean and nasty you know, this guy. This guy, Valdez... He starts something, and he can't finish it. And uh, you're just speaking for the people. And I want to let you know I'm 100% behind you. Okay, and I'm really sorry. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. I'm sorry, folks. I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to be sorry for, but whatever it is, I'm sorry. Because I'm just basically a bad and nasty guy. And I take it all back. There are no mung brains. There are no douchebags. There are no... Subhuman idiots, right? Of course not. It's just a radio show. Miami Beach, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Listen, I heard you got a job at WBTA, so uh, <laughs> hold the house, and uh, we're leaving today at three o'clock. And uh... great, I'll be I'll be the guy sitting outside Batavia Downs, waiting for them to open, waiting for post time. <laughs> Batavia Downs don't open for a couple months yet, does it? No, but I'm listen. Never can be there too early. Okay, so when are you gonna leave? When are you leaving up there? Uh, as soon as I get off the air today. Okay, well, listen. I'll, I'll see you at Mancuso's. Mancuso's, yeah, and that's for Enzo. Okay. All right, listen. Enzo, the baker? Enzo. He's the guy that made the Marlon Brando the cake in The Godfather. That was him. Yeah. 
Listen, now, uh, can you do me a favor and, and play the Hollandale song for my wife? She never heard it before. Now, which one are you talking about? Uh, wait, wasting Away in Hallandale? Wait, she's been li I, I've had her listening for like three weeks now, and she can never catch it when you're playing a song. You mean the whole song, Wasting Away in Hallandale, right? Because we went to, we were at uh, Monero's yesterday. We had dinner at Monero's Steakhouse, and we were just being bothered. And she was annoyed by all the old people, and, and I told her about the song, and uh, tell me you could play it for Are you telling me she never heard it? Never heard it. And she's been listening for like three weeks now, and every time you play, she, she's not around the radio. And I thought, you know, maybe you could do me that favor. Well, you know what I was doing, of course. You do realize I was stalling for time to try to find it. You do understand that. Right? Yeah, I, I realize that. Guess what? Yeah. I found it. Okay, buddy. I appreciate it. Okay. Don't owe me an apology. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. And for Mr. Intendola and Sonny Rosenberg, who looks like a flaming fagel to me, all those other great Americans in Hallandale, we are sorry that we're playing this record, and we apologize ahead of time. Coming up cheesecake. Making the knees shake All of the old folks up at the mall They're checking the CDs No, they never say please Just waiting for the early bird special to come Chatter. 
22 minutes past 11 at WINZ. We do have an open line in Dade. If Ricky Tickey would like to call in on the Dade line, 624-9400. You remember when the last reading book came out, the winter book, and I had the seven, and uh, we had all those people in the business calling in and just uh, just spazzing all over on the phone. Remember that? Well, see, now it's beyond that because now they don't take it so lightly anymore. Now they're saying, well, wait a minute, this is getting too serious. What's going to happen when the guy's got a 20 share of the whole audience? There's not going to be anything left for us. They're getting a little surly now, okay? I mean, in the beginning it was great, and, you know, congratulations, don't ever do it again. Shame on them. Miami Beach, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I happened to see you on television uh, yesterday in the afternoon. Well, isn't that wonderful, sir? Uh, not, not only that, but you happen to be a nice-looking man, and you're always belittling your looks. Why do you do that? You're a nice-looking fellow. I apologize for doing that, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought that, gee, that's Neil Rogers. I looked a couple of times the different angles. Yeah. You, you really came across real nice. Listen, exactly. I, wish you I look best. just like Jason Gedrick, sir. And stay, stay well. Thank you. Okay. Sir. Have a wonderful life, sir. And uh, you're not my type. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yes. Uh, Neil Rogers, I really appreciate what you're doing, and I think it's great. Uh, you're blasting this idiot Valdez and exposing him for... Well, let's... Now, wait a minute. Let's not call him an idiot. Moron would be more appropriate, not an idiot. Well, actually, asshole was really fitting. Okay. Uh, and in his honor, being that you're in the mood to apologize to people this morning, which I personally think is totally unnecessary, but if you're in that mood, why don't you go ahead and play that song for him one more time? What song is that? You're an asshole tonight. No, that's not the name of the record. Well, it's the I-95 song. Okay, now you got it, see. Now, if you're going to ask for the song, by the... now I think you owe me an apology. I owe you an apology. You're okay. right. I'm very, very sorry. Apology accepted, and I'm sorry for asking you to apologize. Okay? <laughs> that's quite all right. Have a great life, sir. You too. Thank okay. you, sir. Were you born an asshole, or did you work it your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine, cause you're an asshole tonight. Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E, and don't you try to blame it on me. 
1127 at WINZ and George Jorge, that was for you. Not for your family, not for any of your friends, acquaintances, not for anybody else who lives in your neighborhood, for you and you alone. Okay, let's, and we apologize, by the way, for playing it. Let's go to Pompano. Hello. Yes, uh, I'm sorry, but I'd like to ask you two questions, if I may. Okay, apology accepted. <laughs> Number one question is, in baseball, why don't they call it an error when there's a pass ball you know, and, a, and a runner advances or a guy goes from, well, a runner advances? Why isn't it called an error? Or do you know? Good question. I don't know. Uh, whoever officially, uh, you know, made the scoring rules many years ago, they decided that uh, there would be a separate category. I have no idea. In order for a catcher to make an error, he can make like a throwing error. But uh, on a pass ball, when he lets a pitch get by, it's just ruled it doesn't go in the error column. It's just a pass ball, a PB. I see. Okay. Now, the second one I'm sorry for. I understand that people that talk real loud have bad hearing. Right. Is that why the Cubans at the racetrack, when they talk to each other, you can't even hear the announcer? They talk so loud. Is it you think that they have bad hearing? Adios. <laughs> have a wonderful day, sir. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, at least he apologized, okay? There was a man after our own heart. Got all his little shots in, but he apologized. In fact, he even apologized up front before he threw them, okay? That's our kind of guy. And what we want you to do, folks, is just run around town this weekend apologizing to people. Doesn't have to be for any particular reason, but you'll make them feel better. And if the caller who played I'm Sorry by Brenda Lee would send us a nice, clear cassette of that, boy, we'd be uh, eternally grateful, man. If we can get it in time for Monday's show, 
for Monday. Uh, we might play that all day. Like, you know, after the mail comes around 11, we might play that from noon to 2 on Monday. Hollywood, hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood. Actually, what I did, to, this I'm a long-time uh, listener and a first-time caller, and I'm calling from Hollywood Beach. Great. Well, we're sorry that you have to live there, sir. <laughs> yeah, really, but... Um, uh, I I think that there's one person you forgot to apologize about. Okay. Uh, Tammy Baker. Yeah, we apologize to her. Did you? Okay, I thought you forgot that one. Okay. Well, anyway, I think I got a tip for you in the fourth today. In the fourth race at Calder? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get the sports section out, okay? All right. Because we could probably knock the price down on some horse to about two to five today. I, I can't make... Well, wait a minute. Can I make the fourth? Let's see. One, one thirty. Yeah, I could make the fourth if I really raced over there. Joe Rascality. I don't know. Some, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at Barrel... Uh, this guy's pizzeria here. He's a friend of mine. and uh, Actually, not a friend of mine. Just an acquaintance. And he, he said, Joe Rascality in the fourth. So, with, Michael, uh, with Michael Lee. No no good. Oh, I didn't say that. Michael Lee's been hot lately. Yeah. I was there yesterday. Caught the one five in the second. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look. I didn't even look at yesterday's results yet. Scanunis. Lester. Oh, Mike Gonzalez with benign Begum. Begum. I love that uh, horse, yeah. Look at that. The three to five shot was in the toilet. Isn't that great? I love to see those three to five <laughs> shots. Love when they come Way out the up the track, man. I love that. Then the public, you know. And look at that. Gonzalez won the seventh. And Heriberto Valdivieso won two in a row. I can't believe it. With two. Uh, Robert was like Robert Lester Day. I can't believe it. Robert Lester Day at Calder. I was going nuts. I lost every race. He was winning everything. What are you talking about? Lester won the first race. That's all. No, no, I'm sorry. It was the day before. I was there because I'm on vacation. And uh, oh, he kills me. I'm telling you, Lester just uh, kills me. Up the track. I mean, and I, you know what it was? I thought I knew he was going to win, and I said I don't want to bet him anyway because. Yeah, no, I can't bet on Lester. He just, he's a nice guy, but boy, he just kills me. He always gets left in the gate when I bet on him. Oh, brother! One more thing. Uh, I went up to the. Uh, my my girlfriend came down from Orlando. Went up for the first time. I went up to the. Um, uh, where you go, the, uh, what do you call it, with the gardens up there? The roof garden. I never was up there before, and, cause I, and I've been all over the darn track, and uh, it's nice up there, but it was a rainy day that day. Yeah. And I, and I, didn't, I said, well, let's stick around. I want to see if Neil Rogers comes around. She said, who the hell is Neil Rogers? I said, well, don't worry about it. I just want to see if he comes, shows up. No, I've been staying away for a few days. i got to uh, re recover. Oh. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Look who's in the 10th race today with Laurie Painter. Three-sided coin. Hey, how about you, the one I always hear you talk oh, about uh, in the ninth? Then, and it, the middle thing about him in, in the central today, but they did very perfect parade. Yeah. Now they said something about main track, sloppy track. Uh, what? I don't know. No, that that race is on the main track. That horse runs better on the grass. That horse is a right. sensational horse on the grass, but this is on the main track. Yeah. Now, in that darn that alarm, he'll be like three to five. You know. Okay, well, are you going to be there today? No, I might be out there tomorrow. I might take, uh, you know, four or 5000 out there tomorrow and just give it away, you know. That's <laughs> me, Mr. Charity. Good talking to you. Okay, good luck. Bye-bye. Okay, there's a little tip for you. A little tip in the fourth race. Michael Lee in pure rascality. This audience alone can go out there and knock it down to about 2 to 5. Okay? Now, we don't want to do that. We don't want to knock anybody's price down. Uh, where we go next? Miami Beach, hello. Hello, Neil. And if we do knock the price down, we apologize up front. Yes. Hello, Neil. Yes. I want to applaud you for what you're doing on the Valdez thing. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody here in Miami and Miami Beach are very complacent. And believe me, somebody's got to speak up, and you're the guy that can do it. Yeah. And the second question I'm going to say to you, or the second answer, um, as far as Bill Calder's concerned, 
I'm a very good friend of his. As a matter of fact, I don't know if he's going to go to the track today. No, he's uh, they're on vacation. Huh? No, he and his wife went away on vacation. They did? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. You don't know my name. If you want, I'll mention it. And in the event, I want to try to get Bill back on WYOD, if I may mention that. To get him back on that station? Let me tell you something. The chances of him going to work for those people again on a scale of zero minus infinity. Well, I'll tell you why I say that. I spoke to the VP, Bob, and you know who he is. He was only talking with Joe Robbie the other night about the stadium. I don't know whether you listened to it or not. And you can tell Bill, when you see him, that Eddie Casino called and wanted to speak with him. Because you don't know, I met you two years ago. Yeah. Upstream, you and, the, and the Bill. Yeah. And I spoke to Bill on Thursday when I was in Atlantic City. And I speak to him for about three quarters of an hour. And I come back here on Monday and he's fired. Yeah. By the way, the uh, ratings just came out. And in that midnight hour... Bill did very, very well. He had a 9.1. He had real good demographics, and he came in third, but a uh, very competitive third, and he did very, very well. He had the highest number on the whole station in IOD in that midnight hour. So he was doing real well, and again, he got screwed by you know the unscrupulous people in this business. Yeah. You know why he got fired? Because there are a bunch of morons over oh. there. That's why he got but fired, because they're a bunch of director. jerks. Huh? Your program director fired him, and he fired Mike Miller? which I didn't care so much, but Sandy Payton, if I may mention her name, is damn good. Well, she's also gone. I know she's gone. And, and she... by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's interesting. Sandy had one of her better books in recent years, and Mike Miller did pretty well in the hour by hour, and Calder did extremely well, and all three of them are gone. They're oh, all adios. I must tell you this, Neil. You know, today is the first time I ever heard you make so many apologies. And well, I'm sorry for doing this. It's probably a good thing because a lot of times when you were talking, you know, about the old folks and the early birds and everything, people got a little disgusted. You changed Well, it. I'm sorry that I did I that. It was all better. true, but I'm sorry I did it. Uh, no, don't say you're sorry. It was done. Yeah. And when we do something, it's done. Well, I'm sorry that I said I'm sorry it. for it. And okay. I say this. I called up the numbers that you gave over the radio. And you know what they told me? Uh, we have nothing to say. That's their answers when you call up. Yeah, that's terrific. That's a great answer. Well, it's a As great answer. They say answer. on Family like Feud, good answer. Go into court, and they say to you, uh, uh, what happened last night? The words are, I don't remember. Well, if they don't remember, and that's what our president is saying. Yeah. And as far as the racetrack goes, I must tell you this. Neil, I'm going with my granddaughter for a couple of days, and I have never in my life picked so many winners. Great. And I want to tell you, I spoke to Greg, Greg Anderson. You know, he's on it. He took, he's taking part of Yeah, he's the own. board op, right. You know what I mean? He's one of the board ops that they put on the air at IOD, yeah. Huh? He's, he's on now, and I told him about it. And after we finished a conversation the other night, you know what he says to me? How'd you do today to track you? And I'm going to tell you, when Bill gets back, you tell him that I asked about him, and I'm going to still keep on fighting because, you know, your VP has got more important things 
then you're programmed like that. You know that, Neil. Yeah. He's a boss. Right. So anyway, Neil, it's nice talking to you. Maybe I'll see you at the track. Okay. He comes there. Let him page me. I'll be glad to meet him over at Bob Cox's office. You know, where he's in charge of admissions. And it's private. Because I suggested something to Kenny Knapp. Only about... Kenny Knapp? Yeah, you know who runs the track. Or Kenny No. Can he know, I mean. Yeah. What did I say, Kenny Or maybe Kenny No was taking a nap. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I met him 20 years ago in New York. Right. Well, listen, it's great to hear about that, but, you know, life moves on. Yeah. Well, Neil, it's nice talking with you. Okay. And give my regards to Bill when he comes back. Okay. Okay? You take care of yourself. You too. Bye-bye. And I apologize for that call. I was just uh, rereading the article in the Herald. I'm going totally stark raving mad, said Kay Kramer, a county commissioner who fielded dozens of phone calls Friday. According to the article, they've received over 1,800 phone calls in the last three days. But, uh, you know, who knows if any sense will be knocked into the minds of people like Jim Redford and some of the others. You know, where there's no sense, there's no feeling. It's 22 before noon, and I apologize for saying that. 22 before noon. Each day when I wake up, I still have all my makeup and say a lot of friends for you. Finally, the 10 record set you've been waiting for. Tammy Faye's unbelievable new album, Here's the Rock, I Crawled Out From Under. I put six. Tons of makeup on Then my husband does it with Jessica Hound Oh, Betty Ford called And go I will I'm all strung out on booze and pain It's all here oh, The headache, the heartache, the pancake Rock of ages Tammy Faye's Here's the Rock That I Crawled Out From Under. Won't you buy my new album? If you don't, you're burning hell. You really will. Thank you. God bless you. Previous caller was right. We do owe an apology to Jim and Tammy Faye. And anybody who shops at TJ Maxx can't be all bad. I have never been to a prostitute, and I am not or have ever been a homosexual. Let's go to Miami next. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Yeah, you're doing a good job on this uh, bilingual uh, question here. Uh, have you ever been to a county commission meeting? Yes. Yeah, well, you know why Valdez wants this uh, bilingual thing? He can't speak English or understand it. Exactly. He'd like to have the whole meeting held in Espanol. Absolutely. The county attorney can't even understand him half the time, and uh, neither can people in the uh, audience. Uh, a couple points on this uh, bilingual thing. Is, uh, have you brought up what the... Uh, extra cost would be to uh, tie this election in, even though it's uh, an election day. No, there wouldn't be any extra cost. Okay, how about the cost to, to the county to implement it after it's enacted? Oh, sure, there'd be a lot of cost there, because then they'd be, you know, printing up uh, letterheads in uh, two languages again, and signs, and all sorts of things. And there is an interesting thing in the uh, Herald article this morning. There's a box, and it says the English-only law, common misconceptions, and it said it wouldn't require that street signs or traffic signals or whatever be uh, printed in Spanish, but it doesn't go into the fact that there would be additional cost and uh, that the county does save a considerable amount of money by not having to do business in two separate languages. Well, 
I thought maybe one of your callers who's uh, an amateur. But that, but that's not really the point. I mean, that you know, that's that's nickels and dimes compared to the real implications of you know getting this whole thing on a ballot again. I mean, anybody who has lived here through all of the divisiveness and all of these episodes realizes that there is absolutely no reason to go through this again, and it's only because of one man and his stupid brain and his fragile ego. See, there we go with the egos again. Everybody has got their feelings hurt uh, that he wants to open up the whole county. And he has said, I'll repeat what I said in the earlier part of the show, he told Jim Loney in our news department, he has told him that no one is going to talk him out of this, he's not going to back down, and he's going to go ahead with this thing come hell or high water. So here is one man who is in essence saying he doesn't give a damn about the county, he's willing to do anything no matter how divisive it is, no matter how much emotion it gets uh, going, he is going to plot ahead and, uh, you know, nobody confuse him with the facts. Well, I'm glad he's so open-minded about it. Yeah, right. uh, Right. Also, these numbers, the county commissioners, I don't know whether you've tried to call, but they're busy all the time. You can't get through. It's the first time I've ever found it that way. Well, I got almost 2,000 calls in three days, so now you know why they're busy. Well... Anyway, keep up the work and keep the pressure on them and the screws tight. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. And we apologize, of course, to those young ladies answering the phones down there because uh, we are not asking people to be uh, objectionable or hostile or hysterical. We're just asking the public to uh, call and register their opposition to this referendum. And, uh, you know, I can't be held responsible for everything that happens along the way, even though Mr. Valdez would like to twist and turn this and suggest that somehow I'm responsible for placing him in jeopardy, et cetera, and so on. Nobody twisted his arm and said, hey, Jorge, it uh, would be a great idea to bring all of this up again and to divide the community in half. Nobody has coerced him into doing that. And the other commissioners, most of them, from what we understand, would love to find a way to bury this whole thing and get out of it. And only only one man is standing in the way, and nobody's twisting his arm to do it. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. How you doing? Okay. Are they seriously making you apologize? No. Oh, uh, okay. I'm doing this all on my own, and I apologize if I left that impression. <laughs> no, because all, all I'm wondering is that, I mean, whatever happened to free speech and, you know, your right to think what you want and express your opinion? No such thing. <laughs> uh, another thing... This bilingual issue, I feel that uh, they're trying to... Bilingual means two languages, and what they're talking about is like Spanish and English, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now, they got their way. I mean, everywhere you go in Miami, everybody's speaking Spanish. Now, what I think they're trying to do is just make it in the Spanish-speaking county, okay? I mean, because they're doing, you know, we did our part as far as putting up with their Spanish, how come they can't come come around and just learn the English? Hasta luego. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's very simple. There's nothing complicated about it. But you're dealing with a moron here. Don't you understand that? The man is so dumb. And I watched him on that Channel 10 thing last night, and I realized... He doesn't even understand what the anti-bilingual ordinance means. And, you know, he, the, the man is just beyond help. He's just frighteningly stupid. And the frightening part of it is, A, that he's sitting on a Metro Commission, and B, that the other eight yo-yos up there are being, you know, manipulated and dragged around by this guy. They ought to put him in a closet somewhere and just, you know, try to hide the embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, see, I'm 19 years old. I just graduated high school. The high school I went to, okay, was... Uh, pr- uh, majority were Spanish, okay? Now, we actually had some teachers, okay, some academic teachers that didn't speak English. 
and they would hold their classes in Spanish. Terrific. You know? Yeah. And I'm not Spanish. I would go in those classes, and I'm like, lady, sir, I mean, what are you talking about? I, you know, this is America. I came here because I wanted to learn English, and I wanted to get educated in English. I, you know, I didn't come here, you know, if I wanted to do that, I'd go to Spain. I'd go to Cuba, you know? But I... That was really amazing to me that they actually held their classes in Spanish. Some, not all, but some. Some of the teachers did actually do that. And in closing, I like to say, hasta luego. Okay. Bye bye. Adios. Okay, 13 till noon at WINZ. Don't forget Stan Major and his boring frogs will be here from 2 to 6 this afternoon. I'll probably give you a recap of last night's Miami Vice. And uh, you notice all the comment we've had, all the complaints about the Stan Major show. We've had no complaints, and I'll say it again. The uh, departed Daffy McCallum uh, blew away most of the audience at 2 o'clock every day. I have the documentation right in my hand. I feel like I'm sitting at the Iran-Contra hearings in Washington. I have the evidence right in my hot little hand on this document on page 245 in the Arbitron Spring Rating Book. I mean, what she did to that audience at 2 o'clock, we wouldn't do to the Soviet Army, okay? Unbelievable. But what can I say? You know, Stan is boring and uh, desperate. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. I'm sorry the Cubans insist upon calling me an Anglo. I'm sorry when I eat black beans, I do the fandangle. I'm sorry when I break dance, it's called an Anglo tango. I'm sorry if I had sex with a Cuban. I've been Cubangled. I'm sorry Valdez, Martinez, and Suarez make an I salsa East Triangle. And I'm sorry that you had to listen to this, and I apologize. Apology accepted. Cooper City, hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. Again, too many bilingual calls. This is Saturday. We have to relax today. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. Enough is enough already. I mean, I'll give I'll give the numbers out again on Monday and Tuesday and whatever days that people want to keep calling, but I'm not going to uh, you know raise the intensity level that we all have to have a stroke or a nervous breakdown because of this one very stupid man. I agree. You should you shouldn't even be here today. Exactly. This should be my day off. This should be my other day off. And I say that to them, and they just uh, you know <laughs> that's that's their response. You know, there may be another apology. Might have to give Ricky Ticky. Now, if you remember, a couple of years ago, they ran a big TV promotion about him, and they referred to him as the legend. It's a lie. I am not an athlete. <laughs> and um, you, you you haven't called him the legend, and he might that might hurt his feelings. Yeah. Well, I apologize for that, but if you're going to wait for me to call him that, uh, you've got a long wait. <laughs> oh, I have one request. Stan's been playing some. Now, I'll, I'll give Stan a vote of confidence, too. Okay, that... Uh, nobody's done that yet. I haven't heard it on the air anyway. But and, and people will talk about it at the water cooler. <laughs> it's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Right. Um, will you put... Stan's been playing a, a, an Elvis song. Now, the Elvis thing you've been doing is great. There's this other thing Stan's been doing, and um, it's Elvis with a narc and rhinestones after dark. Are you familiar with that one? Oh, yeah. Is that in his rack? Wait a minute. Talk. Say something. Yeah, um... It, oh, what should I say? Uh, it's a lie. I am not a Nazi. How's that? Uh, this is Stan, no, Neil apologizes right now. What do you? Oh, doing? wait a minute. Okay, I think. Uh, oh no, this is uh, Elvis at the Vegas Hilton. <laughs> I'm not playing this. <laughs> Get rid of that. 
I don't know. I don't know what this one is called, but it's it's very funny. He usually follows uh, the Elvis thing you play. He follows it with this one. Okay, I'll have to look for it during the news. Okay. Okay, great. Because it's in his rack, and his. If you could see this man's handwriting, and I apologize for saying this, <laughs> but uh, it's it's unintelligible. I mean, it looks like it was written uh, by gremlins or something. I'm sure he's. Sorry I just about mentioned it. that because that movie was on again last night. Gremlins. It's on every night. It is. Well, you know, depends on which cable station you have. They, every other night, you know, it, any movie you want to see is on it. Yeah, it was on with that uh, Zach Galligan or Gilligan or whatever his name is. And have from, you heard of him from since? Gilligan's Island? Have you heard of him since? Who, Zach? Yeah. No, as a matter of fact, oh. um, Glenn Hill has him locked away somewhere in that closet. <laughs> well, Neil. You're the king, and I know you're sorry about that. I am sorry. But you are the king, and... I am sorry, and I apologize to Prince Charles for that. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you. Have a good day. And I will dig out that, uh... Although, i got to say this. Of all of the things that we have ever played on this show... See, there are some things that grow on you, and I like the Tammy Faye thing was like that. But this one, I think, uh, supersedes all of them. <laughs> his records. You've seen his films. You've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all. But wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and then a sandwich. A peanut butter and a then a sandwich will get me through the night. You'll hear Elvis in his most intimate moments. Hello, piece of man, piece Yeah, this is the Elvis. Won't you bring me over a couple large pies? No, make make three. No, make a six, double cheese. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm alone. And I'm hungry. And you'll hear Elvis reveal how he really feels about the one true love of his life. I want you back. I want you back in my life, baby. And on your way back. Would you pick up some donuts, please? Lake jelly, cream donuts. Crullis cheese, Danish too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do. The Elvis tapes. Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me more donuts. Available now in drugstores everywhere. I love to eat, I love to eat, let me monte, monte too. I give a big pot of spaghetti. Seven minutes till noon at WINZ. We'll come right back. Who's that coming through the park? Dressed in rhinestones after dark. Looking way too fat to be a cop. Keeping Memphis clean from his long black limousine. Fighting crime with fast karate chops. Oh, now Elvis was an art. In rhinestones after dark, he did his best to keep Memphis drug free. He knew every pill he'd eat would be one less on the street. Elvis took them all for you and me. That the king would have OD'd He couldn't have done the drugs they say he did And even though he's DOA I still hear people say 
that he's got them all out of Graceland somewhere here. Elvis was an art, in rhinestone dress dark. He did his best to keep them extra free. He knew every pill he'd eat would be one less on the street. Elvis took them all for you and me. Elvis knew Paula Hawkins. Boy, what a Quinella they would have made, right? They would have cleaned up this state in no time. Plantation, hello. I apologize for uh, congratulating you on your 9.0 rating. And uh, I hope you apologize to Stan Majors for calling him boring. We apologize for that, sir. And, uh, I mean... Very sorry. Trolling the Broward Mall. I love that. I mean, it's great. You love what? Trolling the Broward Mall? Right. Well, let me congratulate you on having great taste. And, I, you know, I hope I could do that with Stan. I mean, he's a nice guy. I really like him. Oh, you want to troll them all with Stan? Well, I'd be very concerned about that. Would I? Yeah. Uh, not only that, I mean, only because he has the willpower to stand in front of a large pizza and not take it apart. I mean, you know, that's jealousy. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's true. I apologize all for right. it. I'm sorry. And, uh, by the way, I think he's been a great acquisition by the management who hasn't given you your... Uh, bonus check yet. You know? Right. I think it's good. Well, they have, don't forget that new slogan here, mess with success, <laughs> and we're just doing a little bit too well, so we want to bring everybody back down to earth and uh, cut them down to size and cut the crap, you know. That's and I apologize for having said that, but that's the way it is. Okay. Okay, listen, have a great weekend. I gotta go. Okay. Good luck at the mall. <laughs> okay, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Okay, we have an open line. It must be in Broward. Uh, yeah, sure enough, in Broward, 524-9400. Uh, Jim Loney, who actually shook hands with George Valdez, the last Anglo to ever touch him on any part of his body, is with us. We have world news from CBS at noon, and we'll come back at 12.06. Now for this foolishness, we've got a very short period of time. We only have a little under two hours left, and a lot of people still to apologize, too. So let's go right back to the phone. And don't forget, Stan Major will be here at 2 to 6 this afternoon, with or without his boring frogs, okay? Should we take the frogs out? Should we just take the cart out of the room? And eliminate that part of the boredom. Okay, we, and I apologize for saying that, by the way, Stan. Miami Lakes, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I want an apology for taking the news off the air. I used to listen to the news all the time. Well, huh? I'm very, I'm sorry about that, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know that it had at least a dog t-shirt. Named Casper, and uh, every time you play the uh, Glen Hill uh, laugh, uh, she, you should see her expression on her face. Her ears just pop off immediately. It's unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe there's some I have a suggestion there. for the, you know, the uh, Stan Major show the other day when they were trying to find a name for the, uh, you know, oh, yeah. for what you'll do. Yeah, that was uh, a particularly boring A what? Laugh talk. Laugh talk. Laugh, laugh, laugh talk. Oh, laugh talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. No. Okay, how about, uh, did you ever, I, I was the guy that sent the tape the other day, the uh, the mixtape that had a few songs in there. I don't know if you ever... Oh, I got it, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but I got it. If you get a chance, try to listen to it. One more thing. I have a, I went, me and my wife, we go down to uh, North Miami Beach. We go to Vito's restaurant. To where? Vito's. Vito's. It's on uh, Northeast 6th Avenue and uh, about 166th Street. Oh, yeah, that's where they make the pizza, the stuffed yes, pizza? Pizzeria, uh, pizzeria type of restaurant. Yeah. Have you visited there? That's a good place. Yeah, it's real good, real good. Yeah, it is. Well, that's about it. I listen to your show all the time. I worked outside in the truck, and I have a 
great time with your show. And I well, was I'm sorry about the news. You know, I'm sorry that we had to take the news off, but uh, you know that's the way things go. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, we're very sorry about that, that uh, we took the news off in midday. Of course, they were doing, what, about a two-share, about a two-three? But we're sorry, you know, just because I'm doing like, a, you know, a ten in there for my four hours. Uh, we don't want to get carried away. And we don't want to keep repeating the numbers because that's kind of like self-aggrandizement and it's very egotistical and arrogant, and I'm sorry for doing that, okay? I'm also sorry that nobody else will talk about it, but uh, that's the way it goes. North my although Stan did. Stan did a whole show on it. We uh, commend him for that. Hello. Good morning. Hi. I apologize for calling, but I'm an avid listener, and <laughs> I just wanted to say tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Tinkle, tinkle, little star. And secondly... How we wonder what you are. <laughs> secondly, I wanted to make a request. Of course. I wanted to have it dedicated to George. We are here to please, ma'am. this. Could okay. You National Brotherhood Week for him. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Please. Okay, I'll dig it up. Thank you very much. Okay, and I'm sorry you're going to have to wait for it, but uh, that's the way it goes. Okay. Okay. Bye. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. First of all, I apologize having to call and make this idea, but uh, have you ever thought about moving just about two inches south of the county line and then running maybe for Metro Mayor or something? Get into politics here? You can actually win. I, I wouldn't move back to Dade County for all the tea in uh, in Ogis. Ogis, okay. And second number two is on a serious note. What about Bill Calder coming to WINZ? Is there any luck in that? Or that well, that would have been a great idea, but unfortunately, uh, TalkNet had these humongous numbers, even though the demographics were very old, but uh, still, they had that big number at night. So I think uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. Okay, well, so have a good day. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay. And I'm sorry that you had to wait to tell us that. It's uh, 10 minutes past noon at WINZ. We do have, uh, boy, they're sizzling today. I was going to say we had an open line at Broward, but they're just smoking. They are really smoking. Of course, what they're smoking remains to be seen. One week of every year is designated National Brotherhood Week. This is just one of many such weeks honoring various worthy causes. One of my favorites is National Make Fun of the Handicapped Week, which... Uh, <laughs> which Frank Fontaine and Jerry Lewis are in charge of, as you know. <laughs> During National Brotherhood Week, various special events are arranged to drive home the message of brotherhood. This year, for example, on the first day of the week, Malcolm X was killed, which gives you an idea of how effective the whole thing is. <laughs> I'm sure we all agree that we ought to love one another. And I know there are people in the world who do not love their fellow human beings, and I hate people like that. <laughs> Here's a song about National Brotherhood Week. Oh, the white folks hate the black folks, and the black folks hate the white folks. To hate all but the right folks is an old established rule, but during National Brotherhood Week... National Brotherhood Week. Lena Horn and Sheriff Clark are dancing cheek to cheek. It's fun to eulogize the people you despise as long as you don't let them in your school. Oh, the poor folks hate the rich folks, and the rich folks hate the poor folks. All of my folks hate all of your folks. It's American as apple pie, but during National Brotherhood Week. National Brotherhood Week, New 
Yorkers love the Puerto Ricans cause it's very chic. Step up and shake the hand of someone you can't stand. You can tolerate him if you try. Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national, everyone smile at one anotherhood week. Be nice to people who are inferior to you. It's only for a week, so have no fear. Be grateful that it doesn't last all year. Okay, you really blew it this morning, Kyle. You really blew it. You missed out. You left one very important group out. How could you forget? We owe an apology. Sports. Think sports. Think basketball. We don't owe them an apology. <laughs> the Celtic fans, we owe an apology, man. We have bashed those Celtics now. You know, well, let's not say we owe them an apology, okay, because we don't, because the Celtics are disgusting and nauseating, and they make me want to puke, okay? They, they just they just bring out the worst, okay? But since we're apologizing to everybody else, the least we can do. What, the misfits are starting with messages again? We don't take messages, and we apologize for the fact we have nobody here to take messages, but uh, we don't do that. And we also, no, we retract the apology, okay? We take it back. But for the Celtic fans... A well a bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. A well a bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. A Larry bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. A Larry bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Don't you know about the bird? Everybody's talking about Larry Bird. It's unbelievable. The man is truly amazing. Flynn, shut up. Now, McKinley, back to the game, folks. Larry fiddles and diddles. He's got the ball. Change to Paris. Paris back to If anybody deserves a triple hernia, it's Johnny Most. I'll tell you that right now. So that's for uh, Johnny Most, Larry Bird, and all the Celtic douchebags. Miami Beach, hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah, how come you keep talking about Calder at TalkNet? Why couldn't Calder just replace Majors? And then let Major, like, uh, come in there and be your uh, lackey or something? Yeah, right, sure. Not possible, right? Unlikely, sir. Un un impossible, right? I think you owe an apology to Stan for even suggesting that. I own apology myself for listening to him. Okay, but you do listen. I do listen. Though. Okay, well, that's all that counts. Okay. Okay? Bye. Adios. I, would you call that a lukewarm endorsement? I would say so, yeah. So, Stan, don't uh, don't buy a house. Sunny Isles, hello. Hi, Neil. Hi. Glad to hear that your blood pressure is somewhere near normal. Yeah, it's only about 500 over 300 today, sir. It's very calm. It must have been pretty high in the last three days. I apologize for making this phone call, and I apologize for what I have to say. <laughs> but I think but I think it's apropos to establish the asshole of the week. Okay. Similar to ABC's Peter Jennings' Person of the Week. Exactly. Very similar. Not to confuse any thought of a possible connection or similarity of a person to an asshole. Back. But I like the Harold Book 
section, which shows the ratings of bestsellers and books these assholes could be rated, say, after a period of uh, three months, on a scale of one to ten, number one, of course, being the ultimate asshole, and the listening audience could participate in the selection, and who knows, even Stan Majors must be an entry. Yeah, that's. I think Stan get a few votes. I know I'd get a lot of votes. You know, getting rid of Daffy was great. In fact, I'd probably get votes from uh, some levels of management, but I apologize for having suggested that. Daffy was what? That, getting rid of Daffy was great. I think so. And replacing her with Stan Corporal is also a disaster. And <laughs> and 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 no, casting no aspersions toward uh, privates and corporals. I believe. After listening to him five or so weeks and, and determining some kind of an assessment, yes. I find myself in the same situation again, as with Daffy. Adios, Arrivederci, and hasta luego. Permanently boring, boring, boring. Hasta luego. Z find him? I believe there's a vast audience out there turning the dial at 2 o'clock as I am. No apology. I think you're wrong, sir. Well, the, the numbers will show later on, except... If Correct. I, I would be. I would be willing to bet. Every ten minutes. I would be willing to bet some serious money, some serious pocket change. No, uh, nothing larger than a dime. Okay. That uh, Stan will do extremely well. Okay. Now there are a lot of people in management who are getting very nervous, and I apologize for saying that, but that's no secret because I've already had a little chat with Stan, and we talked this out, and he uh, he's become very philosophical in his old age, and he says basically up theirs. All right, let the audience determine that. Exactly, of course. And the books will show it. I mean, if Daffy could keep 4.7% of the audience, even though she drove most of the people under 100 away, if she could do that, True. Stan will keep at least 6 or 7% of the audience. Trust me. Trust my judgment. Have I ever led you wrong, sir? Occasionally. Well, okay. Well, now you're nitpicking, see? Nobody's perfect. No, I know you are. You're just great. Okay. Thank you very much. Adios. 1218 at W-I-N-Z. I'm Neil Rogers, a legend in my own mind, and we have uh, an open line and date at 624. No, that, yeah, that is the right number. See, I just lost the numbers, okay? Does that give you an idea that my mind is not quite where it ought to be? 624-9400. What does this say? You see, I wish they would take this stupid digital clock out of here. I may reach into this thing and pull it out because it, it provides no useful purpose. We already have a clock. And I have a great Timex watch that keeps better time than our digital clock. And I know that we don't want to start with the engineers because we said wonderful things about them today. And I met every word of it. They've been great. And uh, But they put this stupid clock over the computer screen. And so when Kyle writes messages that, is in the bottom, that are in the bottom third of the screen, you can't read them. You have to stand up. And trying to stand up and talking to this stupid boom mic that they put in here at the same time is like enough to give you a double hernia with Larry Bird. You know what I mean? I can't get this thing open now. Ah. Oh. Okay, here we go. I got it open. Is there a way to pull this clock out, do you think? Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> well, let's see. What's it attached to? We're doing a little... Uh, now, if I pull it out, something might, like, burn out or something, you know? Something might blow out. Boy, they've got this in here like for life. How about if I... There we go. I just kind of like turn it on its side. Great. Okay, so if Stan wants to read the time off of there, Stan can, uh, you know, lay his head down on the table in shame. 
Oh, I see. Then now this thing won't go back on it. Well, that's all right. I don't care whether it goes on or not. At least I can read the messages now. Ernie Sochin apologizes for that. For what? For his numbers on Saturday? Yeah, they were pretty weak. He apologizes. You have to apologize. Message is coming very slowly, folks. For getting Ernie his job. For getting Ernie whose job? His job or Stan's job? For getting Stan Ernie's job? For getting Ernie his job. Oh, I do apologize for that. Oh, by the way, speaking of Ernie Sochin... When some slum meal tries to put me down And says he has a larger congregation I tell him right away Now listen here, good Nick, ain't you heard of my show? It's number one in the nation All his base, give him a dollar Quick, no be true to your show for playing this record on Shabbos. And we especially apologize to the Orthodox Jews in the audience, especially the Hasidim, the super-Orthodox. But, of course, the big question is, if they're so religious, how come they're listening? 23 minutes past noon at WINZ. We'll come right... Oh, maybe that's the book. 26 minutes past noon at WINZ. Wouldn't that be great if uh, Federal Express is here with all the copies of the book? Because one came in yesterday, at least one. But, of course, uh, they only give you like a page or two of that. They don't want you, they don't want you to see too much good stuff. Okay, let's go back to the phone. Or No, listen, let's do this first, then we'll go back to the phone. And I apologize for keeping you waiting an extra minute. Hello, this is Dr. Root, speaking of good sounds. Now, if you want great satisfaction, but you want to do it all by yourself, you know what I mean? In the house, in the car, wherever, don't you 
Don't be timid. It's very natural. Come on, we all do it. All right. Just take your hand right now and hold on firm. But gentle. And turn very slowly. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Keep the motion now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing it very good now. A little more, you're almost there. And on the river. Yeah, it's you know, the interesting part about IOD is that the people who went up on that station in the ratings, they all, they're all gone. They're all gone. So we salute Bob Rich and uh, Mike Anthony. We apologize to the radio listening audience who have been jerked around so desperately by the mismanagement over at the Isle of Dreams, but uh, they really did it, man. They did a clean sweep this time. Everybody who was going up, Adios. Bring that baby down, as they say on the WINC jet blimp. Hollywood, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I must say that last gentleman that called and guarding Stan Major, I agree with him 100%. He's not only boring, but he's got an obnoxious personality. And 2 o'clock is a signal to turn off the station. <laughs> Apologize for saying that. Then if they put on Glenn or Ernie or anybody. Wait a minute. Put on Glenn? Yeah. Oh, you're getting really desperate now. Oh, well, you're getting anybody, away. Ernie, anybody would do a hell of a lot better than he does. His show is awful. Just, and he's awful. I'm sorry. I apologize for having to say it. Okay. But I had to tell it to Are you. Are you related to Daffy? Huh? Are you related to Daffy? No, I'm not. I'm really not. But, you know, I've been wanting to call in to tell you. He, his personality is absolutely obnoxious. And, and his show is not the least been entertaining. So 2 o'clock, off it goes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you said it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. And Stan is really sorry you said it because he wants to buy a house. Okay, we just have this in. We had the courier deliver this from management at WINZ. And this has something to do with my bonus check. Well, hey, how you doing? Have a seat, have a drink. Boy, it's good to see you. What can I say? Sorry, gotta run, we'll get together again Say, what was your name anyway? Well, we're working on the problem, we'll get back to you soon yeah. But don't try to call me, I'll be in a meeting every afternoon For a year, maybe longer, keep in touch And thanks for dropping by and have a nice day The check's in the mail, hey, you're beautiful Don't ever change, you know what I mean My girl will call your girl Okay, there's a little a message from our management about my bonus check, and we certainly appreciate it. It's uh, 1230 at WINZ. It's not a big deal, okay? You know, it's just a few thousand dollars. It's nothing important, nothing exciting. And there's no big rush. You know, I'm not going to miss any meals over the weekend, and I'm not starving to death, and I don't owe anybody any money, and I don't suffer from the Larry King syndrome. And by the way, Larry King would like us to apologize to a lot of people, but time doesn't permit to get all their names in. Okay, let's go to Miami Lakes. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi. Listen, I was wondering if you happened to see that article in People Magazine about Dick Curtin. No. There was an article about uh, what he's doing up there, and uh, they say he's got a ollie north rap song uh-huh and also that he's sending out birth certificates for people who are claiming to be heirs of elvis 
Mm-hmm. So you can have official, <laughs> you know, documentation. Great. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, probably got millions of those going out. Absolutely. It's been a very successful campaign. Well, he's great. He's one of those few, one of those rare people in this business who's still left, who has tremendous sense of humor and a great amount of talent and uh, doesn't give a damn what anybody thinks. I agree with you completely. In fact, I think somewhere here I have a... Is he, is he still on CKLW? Is he on a different... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've been up there, but I think he is. But I've got a 45 that I think these people put out somewhere around here called Nun Names. Have you ever heard it? No. I'll see if I can find it for you and send it in. Great. And I'd like to also apologize because I have to ask you a question. I'm hoping that you can, you can tell me. I've been watching the hearings, and there's one particular congressman, Henry Hyde. Yeah. And I was wondering if there's maybe a, a Henry Jekyll, and this guy <laughs> swallowed some potion. <laughs> Turn him into Henry Hyde because... This man is uh, unbelievable. Well, no, what it is is Henry Hyde, of course, is so hysterical about the abortion issue, and he's got all those um, all those fetuses in the jars in his office, and he keeps well, drinking. He keeps man. drinking that ambiotic fluid. Trail, you, know. you know. Yeah, he's a piece of work. Yeah, he sure is. I, I agree, and I also would like to apologize because I get so annoyed when some of your lo- younger callers punctuate every sentence with the word "okay." Yeah. Well, see, what happened is Stevie Cawthon, you remember him? Yeah. The young jockey? Right. Well, years ago, he was kind of like, uh, well, he was the hero, of, the idol of all the young people in America, and he used to say, okay, okay? Well, they have... Not really. I just, Daffy McCallum did that story with you know a few months ago, and I couldn't resist it, because it was probably the epitome of uh, stupidity. I mean, she said a lot of stupid things over the eight months she was on the air, but to me, that's the one that sticks out in my mind. Because, first of all, most young people never even heard of Stevie Cawthon, and secondly, Stevie Cawthon never said anything. I don't, I can't think of a single... Except he's a good old horse, you know, that's about all Stevie ever said. That's right. Okay. He's a nice horse. Well, thanks very much. Okay. okay Adios, bye-bye. and we're sorry. Uh, yeah, that's one thing about horse people. They're really a lot of nice people, and... Um, Got a chance to meet some of the jockeys at Calder a few weeks ago. I'm still excited from uh, meeting uh, Mike Gonzalez and Victor Molina and Bobby Breen and, uh, of course, Heriberto Valdivieso and uh, some of the others. Uh, but most horse people, whether it's uh, jockeys or trainers or anybody around horses, uh, he's a real nice horse. That's about the extent of the conversation usually. He's a nice horse. As horses go. 27 before 1 at WINZ. We'll go to Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. I'm a nice horse. Okay. Well, we're sorry, sir. I have to ask a question about the apologies that are coming over the air. Who exactly are, are, are we apologizing to? Anybody and everybody. Okay. That qualifies. I have some apologies I need to make. This is like public confession. Okay. I want to apologize for not being able to speak Spanish. That's what we all strive for every day. Uh, you... Go ahead. I want to apologize for not being from Cuba. Okay. I want to apologize for listening to Lee Fowler once. Hasta luego. And I want to apologize for listening to Stan all the time. Okay. Because I'm addicted. Yeah, you do listen to him, though, right? Yeah, he's good. Even if he's boring. Well, you know, I mean, you, you gotta, see the, the, like a, Wait a minute. The thing that astonishes me, I must say this, I have to go on record as saying this. If Stan is boring, then what was Taffy? See, now, Taffy was allowed to permeate the airwaves of this radio station for eight months with her pseudo-intellectual mung, and it really was mung. I mean, she was so uh, repetitive and so boring and so non-entertaining that it was frightening. I mean, it was it was truly frightening. And I'm a little curious because Stan's been here only five weeks, and already there are a lot of nervous Nellies out there who are just, uh, you know, like vultures kind of hanging over his body. 
stands a nice calm down from four hours of the Neil Rogers show. Exactly. Because you don't want eight out. You don't want eight hours of psychosis. You know, you got to. Yeah. yeah, the vultures are already just kind of hanging over the corpse. You hear them? I want to apologize for wearing an earring and being straight, but I can't help it. Okay, well, nobody's perfect, sir. Just remember that. And as soon as this stuff goes through on bilingualism, I want subtitles on Channel 23 because I can't understand a word they're saying. <laughs> okay. They're watching it while listening to the radio, and there was Javier Suarez on there, and he was talking and everything, and he's a public official, and he's like, what, the mayor of Miami? And I couldn't, I was listening very hard, but I couldn't make out a word he was saying because yeah. they were talking in Spanish. Well, when you're the mayor of a foreign city, I guess you're expected to talk in a foreign language. I better get hip. Okay. Last note, uh, recommend a song for you to add to the uh, cart playlist there. Uh, an old song, you might find it over at Zeta 94. Uh, it's put out by a band called XTC, Living in Another Cuba. And this is a real song. And really? Very, very pertinent in these times and days in which we live now. Okay, well, I'm sorry we don't have that, but as soon as I can get my hands on it, we'll do it. Thank you. Okay. One night with Side talk there. 22 before, for which we apologize because you don't know what the hell we're talking about. 22 before 1 at WINZ, and we'll come back. My wife left town with a banana. Love's a rotten deal. 
found that yellow devil hiding in her purse. He's cold and he's hard, but he's got appeal. I hope it never happens to you. Some fruit breaks your marriage in two. My wife left town with a banana. My baby slipping away. Cream pie, my wife left town with a banana. My baby's slipping, my baby's slipping, my baby's slipping away. We also owe an apology because Tweety Bird is not here today, right? And there are a lot of people, the Island Queen, and a lot of others out there in the audience, a lot of uh, the Vultures fans who are really upset, and we apologize for that. And how it is that he manages to be here only five days a week. Kyle is here six days. I am certainly here six days. They've made that crystal clear. But the vulture? It's 18 before 1 at WINZ. Don't forget, Stan Major will be coming along. Stan's topic today is going to be taking a poll. Is Stan boring or not? And that's going to be the poll on the Stan Major show from 2 to 6. And, of course, uh, then we go into uh, spiraling into TalkNet tonight. Which, uh, is it really true that Bernard Meltzer is uh, no longer on on the weekend, right? That's uh, the rumor. That's the popular rumor, and it uh, sounds good to me. Sweetwater, hello. Yes, I'd like to apologize for being an American Indian. Shame on you. Yes. Uh, I, uh... Put that in your peace pipe and smoke it. Uh-huh. I can't. I live in the, uh, capital of Dade County, Sweetwater. I had the, uh privilege of having Valdez live from me, uh, five block houses from me. Boy, aren't you lucky. Oh, aren't I? His house conveniently caught on fire when he was married, which he thought he was little Napoleon and acted like a banny rooster with a behavior of a bulldog. Adios. Yes, quite so. The American people here had no rights to anything, even our, uh, Town commissioners, he didn't believe in them. He used his uh, police department as his own uh, guards and things. He was something else. His house conveniently caught fire. And I he, think that's what you just said only moments ago, yeah. He said he... Uh, I'm sorry, I apologize to the audience if you're becoming repetitive. Because he had uh, really needed to change his residence to keep more in step with his statue in life. Oh, uh, I, I know Tanner can relate to this. He... Go ahead. And uh, I just thought that uh, <laughs> you might like to know that some of us really real Americans who had the misfortune of having to live in this foreign country are leaving here when nobody is giving us free transportation yeah. and there's no guns at our heads. And... Uh, we're, we're getting out of this foreign country and going upstate 
Hasta luego. George Steinbrenner will love you eternally. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. So uh, that's all I have to say. And I apologize to all these people that knew this was an American English-speaking... Well, just remember, love means never having to say adios. Yeah. Okay. And good luck to you. Can't you just see uh, George Steinbrenner saying to Don Mattingly, uh, you know, you're hitting all those home runs and you got a high batting average and uh, we're in first place, barely. But, but you know, uh, I just don't like your attitude, Don. Let's just agree to disagree and tear up your contract and say... Adios. You know? Stay up there in Portland, Maine, and leave us alone, okay? We're doing great. We're doing just fine, okay? We're hotter than a pistol. We're having a great time, and that's what upsets them. See, they don't like it when we're having too good of a time. Miami Beach, hello. Hello, Neil. Buenos dias. Yeah, listen, apologize for calling you on your day off. Okay. Listen, uh, I want to know if you saw the two-column by 10-inch ad in The Voice, the Catholic uh, weekly newspaper. No. Oh, you ought to see that. Radio station slurs starts out. It says, does uh, WINZ have the right to hire talk show hosts who ridicule the clergy ritual and practice of religion? Well, let, let me just interrupt at this point, and I apologize for interrupting you, but I hate to break the news to The Voice and to the local archdiocese, but WINZ has a right to hire anybody they want to, mm -hmm. and they don't have to get approval from the archbishop. Such as douchebags. <laughs> well, douchebags certainly are very appropriate when it comes to the archdiocese. I know. Well, you can't say too much about this queens because they're not really queens. Most of their mothers are still living. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it goes on for 10 inches, and it lists 35 advertisers. The Pops Monster. Send a copy of this advertisement and a note objecting uh, to disregarding our First Amendment. Oh, isn't that nice? And uh, the phone isn't number is 202, and it gives a number. Yeah. This is published by uh, an asshole group in um, Pompano Beach, 540 McNabb Road, Pompano Beach. Oh, yeah, those, for, those are the ones who are, uh, you know, trying to get all the sponsors not to advertise and trying to harass us and, and trying to interfere with our ability to make a living. Not yeah. necessarily the stations. Yeah. But it says, uh, does he have the right to say the Vatican has the largest collection of pornography in the world? They do. They have those altar boys. They do. And the uh, confessionals uh, in Catholic churches smell like the floor of peep shows. And what else we got here? This, well, the whole it is uh, looks like a tape of your program. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad they're all listening. I know. But um, I just want to know if you've seen it. No, I get the voice. I'm on their mailing list, but unfortunately, it hits the bottom of the wastebasket real quick every week. Oh, hell, you got to look on page 9 and see what they got to say. It'll make your weekend. Well, maybe a few people will send me a copy, you know. Yeah, well, if you haven't got it, few uh, of my, a few of, my, few of my fallen Catholics out there who are still listening to this show. Oh, by the way, I went to a Catholic funeral. It was about 50% Spanish, 50% Anglo. Yep. The uh, prayer started out, or the mass started out in Latin. I you mean, should apologize for using the word Anglo. Yeah, but this is uh, a Roman Catholic church, which the Pope has declared that we uh, speak English. The mass is now in English because nobody could understand Latin. Now, the old-time mass was in Latin. Yeah. 
when this service, the mass was in Spanish, the sermon was in Spanish, the eulogy was in Spanish, music was in Spanish. Half of the congregation sat there with their finger up their uh, Ear. nose. Yeah. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Yet the Vatican decreed the mass has to be said in the language of the country so the people can understand it. And here's a parish that was predominantly Irish, given over to the Spanish, and uh, the Anglos aren't even welcome. Well, I'll just tell you one thing between me and you, and uh, you and me, and the lamppost. Uh, I will not be drinking from the communion cup this week. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect, and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Whatever steps you want, if you have cleared them with the pontiff, everybody say his own Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican right. Get in line in that processional, step into that small confessional, there the I'll tell you if your sin's original. If it is, try playing it safer. Drink the wine and chew the wafer. Two, four, six, eight. Time to transubstantiate. So get down upon your knees. Fiddle with your rosaries. Bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Make a cross on your abdomen. When in Rome, do like a Roman. Ave Maria. Gee, it's good to see you. Get an ecstatic and sort of dramatic and a doing the Vatican around. Are you serious? We have a woman on a mobile phone in Broward. What a trifecta. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing today? Okay. Pretty good, I guess, huh? Hello? Are you really on a mobile phone? On a mobile phone, dear. I'm near your, I'm near your station right now. You're in Carroll City. Uh, Hollywood. Great. Boy, that's terrific. Isn't that great, Hollywood? Listen, the reason I'm calling is because I'm calling not to apologize about the little blue-haired lady that called in a little while ago about Stan. Oh, yeah. Listen, let's face it, the reason she shuts the radio off at 2 o'clock is because she has to get ready for the early birds. No, right? I think I think she takes an enema every day at 2. Yeah. And I'm sure that Stan is happy that she shuts the radio off at 2 because he probably doesn't want her calling in anyway. Probably not. You're right. <laughs> uh, I think Stan's great. Uh, I think his ratings will be just as high as yours are pretty soon because I think you're both a dynamic twosome. I agree with you. I think he's doing just fine, and I think if they leave him alone... Everything will be just great. I think that if they start uh, interfering and getting antsy and starting to play a program director, I think that, uh, you know, then we'll have a problem. But, of course, uh, you know, mess with success. Yep, I we have agree. To start, we have to tinker. You know, that's what they say at NBC when Grant Tinker started monkeying around with all their shows. Tinkering is what it's all about. I agree, but I think that Stan's doing a great job. And like I said, to the blue hair lady who called in before, I am not apologizing. Stan's doing a great job, and we're all happy that you shut the radio off at 2. Well, I apologize for her behavior. It gives us more time to call in, and we can speak to a much younger crowd that he wants to hear from. Right, living and breathing people. That's what we want, allegedly. You got it. Listen, okay. we're addicted to your show. I can't leave the house. I can't leave the A.C. because I have to listen to you. And when you leave, I certainly listen to Stan, and I tune you in on my radio also in the car. Well, you're a great human being, and we love you for it. Okay, dear. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. God gave him the grass. The pub smokes dope. He likes to smoke in mass. The pub smokes dope. He's a groovy head. The pub smokes dope. The pub smokes dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
junk. Pops and roll, get stone on load. Peace and church and drunk. The Pope smokes dope. Okay, let's uh, take our last break. It's 10.53. Was that close? How about 11.53? No? Okay, I apologize for giving you the wrong time. It's uh, somewhere between 10 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. Your trip will be much more enjoyable when you can meet people and make yourself understood. Listen to this recording and repeat what you hear. Listen, then repeat. Are you ready to travel with Berlitz? Yes. Si. No. No. Please. Por favor. Thank you. Gracias. Okay, and that's uh, just a little pointer there. That's the beginning of our... Language lesson for today for those who are going to be traveling to Bayside with Stan later on in the day. Also, in the next hour, we don't have a lot of guests on this show, but in the next hour, Norman Vincent Peale and the power of positive thinking is going to be our subject today, which ought to be really big. And we apologize for even suggesting that, right? Of course, that's disgusting and obnoxious and another little shot. But when you're just basically and inherently a nasty guy, a mean, subhuman, rotten, nasty person with no redeeming value, then that's just the way it is. And I'm sorry about that, because that's just the way I was born. I was hatched, a little rock in Nashville, and I crawled out, and I looked, opened my eyes, and I looked at the world, and some booming voice came down and said, you are a nasty, disgusting, subhuman douchebag with no redeeming value. And it's been that way ever since. And I'm sorry about that, and I apologize, and I profusely hope that this massive audience that has somehow, just by osmosis, I guess, just accidentally all gathered together daily between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., Monday through Saturday, on this radio station. I hope they'll find it in their heart. Okay, 107 at Winds. We're back for our fourth and final hour. The Stan Major warm-up hour stands out in the atrium playing with his frogs. And uh, the highlight of the weekend at Winds, of course, has just taken place. The Saturday Miami News is now in the building. And why do we love the Saturday Miami News? Is it because it has the uh, TV radio book? Of course not. Is it because it has the cartoons? No way, Jose. Because it has tomorrow's entries at Calder, which, of course, is the only redeeming thing about the Saturday Miami News. And uh, perhaps, if you're real nice, and I'm sorry, I apologize for the fact that we haven't been touting lately, but enough is enough. Although we did give you a horse last week. Last Sunday, we did give you a Baltsky Star. You know, five bucks. They can't all pay 75 bucks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they win, that's enough. But if you're real nice, maybe by the end of the hour, we'll give you something good for tomorrow, okay? Or maybe somebody will give me something good for tomorrow. Hi, Aaliyah. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I think WIND owes me an apology for almost causing the death in my family. Really? Well, see, I always leave my radio station turned INZ so I can hear the news in the morning, and then I listen to you, and it's just easier just to leave it there because of you. And for all the months that I had to listen to Daffy, I wanted to kill myself. I don't blame you. I think they owe me an apology for that. Well, that's true. They owe me one, too, because every day when she came on and I heard the dials clicking in the opposite direction, I wanted to commit suicide, too. That's true. The other thing is, I think I know what's happened to Daffy. This is just rumor, but I understand she's under an assumed name, had a sex change operation, and is working at WIOD from 2 to 6. Very possible. That's possible. The other thing is, me and my brother-in-law are sitting here around the pool listening to you. I'm not working today, but he is supposed to be. Would you let his boss, Joe, know if he's listening? That's our other brother-in-law, that he's here at the pool with Steve swimming at my dad's. He doesn't get in trouble because it's your fault. We've been on the phone for an hour waiting for you. Okay. 
Okay? Okay, we apologize to the boss. Thank you. Okay, you bet. By the way, lovers trust. I don't want to tout now, and I don't want you to blame me because this horse is going to pay nothing. But lovers trust with uh, Wesley Ward in the third race tomorrow. This horse, unbelievable. Just demolished the field last time out. Okay, just remember you heard it here first if he comes in. Uh, Hollywood, hello. Hello. Yes. Yes, my name is Margie Edelman, and um, I was on TV last night, and I just want to say that there was a terrible injustice done last night. I was led to, I've been working with a doctor from Switzerland, and I was led down to, uh, someone called me from Channel 7 and asked me to be on the show for AIDS last night. I don't know if you saw it or not. But there was a special, a five-hour special. I, wait a minute. I thought that was the show on Channel 4 with John Hamburg. Channel 4, right. Oh, yeah. We did a segment with Jim Brosma, Dr. Bartnett, and I. And um, we were led down there thinking, under the false precept, that we were supposed to do a 20-minute segment on an alternative method of treatment for AIDS and that it was going to be very in a positive light. Well, they, they portrayed us as charlatans and... Um, I'm very upset about it. They only, they didn't even let the people decide for themselves. All they did was attack us because we charged $50 for our seminars, and they didn't even let the people, you know, decide for themselves. I mean, it was just, it was incredible how they just destroyed it. And we talked to Jim Brosnan for an hour and a half, and he put us on for one minute, and it was just horrible what they did to us. Now, I've been working on something for four years, and I have scientific proof and scientific evidence. Yeah, well, I'm not going to uh, allow you okay, to use... No, I don't wait, hold it, hold it. I'm not going to allow you to use this show no, uh, to peddle any kind of quack therapy because there is no cure for like AIDS and nobody knows it better than I do. Adios, arrivederci. And I apologize to the audience for her intemperate behavior. Uh, we have an open line in Broward, 524-9400. And our next call from the Olympia Heights Post Office, which explains why the people in Olympia Heights are getting no mail. Hello? Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. I want to apologize for Olympia Heights Post Office and for the Post Office in general. And the crew here who loves you to death would like to know if you could play that song, There's a Bathroom on the Right. Bathroom on the Right. Now, before we get into that, before I decide, make any, uh, you know, hasty decision, <laughs> where the hell is Olympia Heights? On 40th Street in the Turnpike. It's Bird Road and the Turnpike. Oh, no speaking English over there. Aquí no se habla español. Exactly. Lo siento mucho. I'm very sorry. Okay, well, the apology is accepted. Hasta luego. Okay, arrivederci. Bye. Bye-bye.
all the stuff that we're playing here, but it kills a lot of time. And, you know, on Saturday, I shouldn't be here anyway on Saturday. It's the very least that they could do, right? Have a little bit of decency and compassion and humanity, right? Just a little. And we apologize for the fact that they don't. Okay, somebody in Boca on their dime. Hello. Hello. Hi, Neil. Buenas tardes. You working hard? Yeah. I want. To, I need to apologize to Glenn Hill. Please. I, I have to apologize because I have so much guilt for hating him so much on the radio. Because <laughs> I've met him and I know him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he never stole a caboose. No, no. Neil. Uh, yeah. I think you've uh, resurrected AM radio. Isn't that amazing? I thought Rick Shaw said that AM radio was dead. Well... By the way, I'm glad that you mentioned that because it is kind of interesting that even the other two AM stations, we don't want to mention IOD and W Snooze, but even they beat Waxy hmm. in the spring book. Isn't that fascinating? So when you consider that Ricky Ticky told us that AM radio was dead, there's something really strange going on here, isn't it? Well, you've uh, brought FM listeners to AM radio. It's probably the first time it's ever happened other than interesting. Exactly, and I'm sorry. I apologize to the FM people for doing that. Well, actually, it's good for the FM people because that can get pretty boring after a while. Yeah. And the fact is that the reason I called, I want to set up a lunch with Kent Burkhart, Lee Abrams, and Bill Tanner and yourself and take this national. Really? Hmm. I think it's the format of the future. What? What format? Hot radio talk in the afternoon. You have to have the right people up. Is that the, uh, is mean, that the name for it? Hot radio talk? Stan's been looking for a name for it. Yeah, now, I know. Stan can find out how to do it first, then he'll be in good shape. But he's looking for a name for it. I had Dragnet yesterday, but uh, he didn't get it. Oh, I heard that, yeah. But uh, anyway, I, really, I think this is really a format of the future. And, uh, well, let me ask you a question. How many people in this country are there, do you think? And I don't want to sound egotistical, so I apologize for phrasing it in this way. But how many people are there who you think could do this? Uh, enough. There are enough. There are enough good talents. I mean, when you look at the top morning men in New York, and they're all on FM, and some of them are on AM. And there are people in L.A. There are few people around the country. You have to be able to pick and choose. And if you water it down to an Abrams format thing and go into secondary markets, the people don't have to be that good. But they have to know what... You mean like uh, Davenport, Iowa, for example? Yeah, maybe Davenport. Or Portland, Maine. Or Orlando. Or Cocoa Beach. Tampa. Or Pinellas Park. Right, right, right. <laughs> Up in AM radios deep around the country, you know. It's a dead radio format. Yeah, you're right. Well, love your show. Okay. Uh, I'll see you at lunch. Well, I'm sorry we stirred everybody up. All right. Thank you. Bye. Another caller in Boca on their dime. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Sorry to tell your management are assholes. I, uh... If you get a nine share, they're obviously on your back because of a few things you've said. I'd hate to see what they do to you if you had a three or four share. Exactly. Boy, I'll tell you, if I had the numbers that our FM has, uh, they'd have me impaled on tower number two right now. Well, they cut power. Yeah. Cut power. you got to break a few eggs if you're going to make an omelet. And uh, if they want advertisers, and if you got 200,000 people out here, you can motivate at any time. We can't be, all of us can't be wrong. You're saying something, and that's why we're listening. Well, I think we're doing a little bit too well. Didn't I tell you that a few weeks ago? When you start doing too well, management starts getting nervous. They can't cope with that. Oh, it's like you're, well, you know, if you do too well, they're going to have to give you your bonus check on time. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's one, in the mail. I think your your uh, audience ought to inundate the uh, the uh, main office with mailings just saying, get off your back. You know, if we didn't like what you're saying, we wouldn't be listening. I, listen, I called earlier and talked to Kyle, and he said you guys were closed. I've got a good copy of uh, I'm Sorry. I'll drop it off on Monday if you want it. Great. Boy, that'll make my whole show. I'll stop the show in the middle when that arrives. Trust me. I'll get. I'll call the business office to get directions. Um, 
are you aware... We apologize to Michelle Gillen, too, by the way. <laughs> I kind of like Michelle, but... I, yeah, I, even if she is a silly twit, we apologize to her. Well, she's very vocal, or not vocal, visual. Are you aware of the Sun Sentinel contest? I think that... Uh, oh, yeah, for the morning jocks, yeah. yeah. Can you believe that? And it says from 5.30 to 10 o'clock, just mm -hmm. conveniently before you come on the air. I don't know why they're doing that again, because they took an informal survey a couple of months ago, and it got everybody upset, because I came in number six or seven in morning drive, and I'm not on in morning drive. So it was really uh, quite an honor to come in, you know, 6 to 10 a.m., when I'm not even on during that time period. Well, what aggravates me is there's a $5,000 uh, prize that you can, you know, donate to, you know, whatever charity aids or, you know, whatever you deem fit, and yeah. uh, they've just excluded your entire audience from voting for you. I think that maybe next week we ought to uh, stop the Sun Sentinel. There's people in Palm Beach. It's a Palm Beach favorite. We take the Palm Beach Post and just work our way north. Well, what we ought to do is give the Sun Sentinel out themselves by having a succession of those types of ballots in the paper, and they can do the next one from 10 to 3 midday, then they can do one for afternoon drive, and one for nighttime. Wouldn't that be fair? That seems a lot more, yeah, it really does better than, uh, you know, we can't cancel every paper in the world, but that, you know, if they want to stop at a 10, well, let's see who does the, uh, you know, the rest of the work for the rest of the day. I mean, you know, the hillbilly on uh, IOD, I listen to him for 10 minutes, I just can't believe. Yeah, but he runs a hell of a board, man. He's a great board op. Well, and he's good with the phones, you know. He's yeah. good with the phones. Yeah, he picks them up and doesn't drop them off. And, uh, I, uh, I sent you a postcard. I highlighted a couple of things on the thing. I don't know if you got your mail today, but... Uh, we don't get mail on Saturday. Oh, you don't? And I'm sorry about that. We apologize to all the other employees, but uh, it's a low-budget really... operation, and we can't afford to bring some uh, Yahoo in here to go to the post office and get the mail on Saturday, so we have to wait till Monday. Well, how does Queenie get the day off and uh, the start of it? I don't understand that. Well, we're going to have a long chat about that on Monday. Listen, I, you could get a lot of support. I, you know, I, I love to hear you on Saturday, but my God, what you do in a five-day week is enough. It takes it takes a year up every week. Yeah, I like, you know, three days a week would be good. I would do a hell of a show every day, Wednesday through Friday. Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's great. Listen, keep up the good work, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm sorry your management's assholes, but, you know. Well, you know, life isn't fair. What can I tell you? Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay. He said that now, by the way, and I apologize that he said it. I don't necessarily disagree, but he did say it. Okay, 20 minutes past 1 at WYNZ. We have an open line in Dade, 624-9400. We've had a torrent of comment about Stan Major today. You've noticed it's been uh, unreal, hasn't it? It's been almost frightening, the amount of comment about Stan's show. And Stan will be taking a boring poll from 2 to 6 this afternoon. Okay, let's uh, go to Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I apologize for calling on a Saturday when you probably should be off, like yeah. the rest of us. I wonder if it would be possible to hear from Reverend Holy Moly. Haven't heard from him for a while, and I think... No, no, that, that's... You mean that long terminal thing that Stan plays? That terminal thing that... Oh, no, he played it yesterday. Did he? Right at the beginning of the show. It goes on for like 85 minutes or something. Oh, heaven. I didn't know it went on that long. Yeah. How about Key West, then? Key West Vice? Yeah. That'd be wonderful. It would be, wouldn't it? I, I apologize for even asking you. On you ought to. You really ought to apologize for asking us to play it, but I'll, I'll find right it. Now. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Have a wonderful life, sir. Have a nice day. Okay, 21 past... Friday nights, they're two Miami cops with a hot new beat. They're on the streets fighting crime. Look, pal, we just don't do strip searches for jaywalking. In Key West Vice. We got a problem back in town. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of hairdressers who attack people on the beach, hold them down, and then set their hair? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. 
They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Officers, I'm sorry for skipping in the no-skipping zone. I hope you guys don't get on to me. Just take a seat, pal. Gladly. A chair, a chair. Yes, Key West Vice. All right, stop, you pickpocket. I beg your pardon. I am not a pickpocket. Oh, uh, sorry. Just look. Like... Yes, there are a couple of hit Miami cops on a hot new beat in Key West Vice. Friday nights at 9 on MBC. Okay, we apologize for the hostility on the screen here, but Kyle says, tell the misfits that they cannot come by today. Another one was just at the gate, and the next one will get taken to Metro. Right, that's telling them. Anybody who comes to the gate, even if it's Stan, right, Metro immediately will take them off. We don't want any pain-in-the-ass visitors here on the weekend, although we do have a crew from Channel 4 here. And they're a little bit disturbed because, well, you know, let's face it, we're not really talking about George Valdez and bilingualism. So if you want to call in and to talk about it, just to pacify these people from Channel 4, we would not do it for 7 or 10. Well, first of all, 10 wouldn't be here in the first place. And uh, 7, you know, they would probably embarrass us by putting on live at 5 again. And we don't want to be on live at 5. Okay? Nobody wants to be on live at 5. I mean, if you're going to put us on after 6 o'clock, that's bad enough. But to put us on between 5 and 6... Forget it, okay? Don't send anybody ever out here again from Channel 7 to put us on between 5 and 6. That's a fate worse than death, and all the apologies in the world will not make up for it. But anyway, the people here from Channel 4, Channel 4 has always been very nice to us, except yesterday when a guy came out, and they did take my comments out of context and butchered it up and did a horrendous job, but they've already apologized to us here in the studio today, so we forgive them for that, because they've always been great and uh, they never stole a freight train. And after all, Ralph Rennick is long gone, so how can they be all bad? Miami, hello. Miami. Hello. Yes. Hello, Neil. I'm a first-time caller. Great. And I was going to call and uh, ask you something about Calder and the ratings. But, but when I called, I asked the guy who answered the phone if he was Cal. And he must not like Cal because he got real indignant and hung up on me. He thought you said if he was a cow. No, I asked if it was cow. Cow? Cow. Cow. Isn't cow the Cal guy? Cal Thomas. Yeah. No, he isn't. Kyle. Any? Oh, Kyle. Okay, maybe yeah. that's why he got mad. Exactly. Now, next time, if you call him by the right name, he might treat you a little nicer. Oh, no, so I called no guarantees. and I asked for you, and I asked who he was. Yeah. And he said, oh, he a long sigh, and he hung up on me. The only <laughs> I got through is uh, I had my boyfriend ask for you. Oh, yeah. So I well, just had to vent that. We would much rather talk to your boyfriend, but that's another story. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Have him. Okay, bye. Wait a minute. What? You didn't say anything. Huh? That was it. I thought you were going to talk about... I wanted about... to tell him. You should play the asshole song for him and for me for waiting so long. Okay, well, we apologize. Okay, bye. It's interesting. She waited a long time. She got on. She told us that story, but she didn't have anything to say. But that's okay. You're okay in our book. Uh, we have an open line. You can call back when Stan is on because he's desperate. In Dade County, 624-9400. I'm telling you, if we could just get Stan laid, his disposition would be so much better and everything would be great. I'm telling you that. With anything that moves, I mean, it's at this point, can he be choosy? Of course not. Okay, uh, West Hallandale, hello. Hi. In fact, if we could get Lady back from Tallahassee. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to talk to you and tell you, um, first of all, uh, I had a nightmare with the Miami Herald. Forget it. And I canceled two subscriptions. Great. And then... We, I have, we have a saying here, the Miami Herald is a nightmare. Oh, believe me. 
They call you every other day. Um, I was getting the Fort Lauderdale News, and they called me two weeks ago and told me they had to cancel me. And I said, what for? And they couldn't tell me. And they offered me the Sun Sentinel, and I said, well, I don't understand this. And I said, I don't want the Sun Sentinel. I have, uh, you know, an eight-week-old child. I don't want to be bothered with that garbage. Yeah. And, um... I got a phone call this morning from a lady who I will not mention so that her job is not in jeopardy. And uh, she said they may be phasing out the Fort Lauderdale News. Well, they ought to get rid of the news. It's nothing more than uh, a rehash of the Sun Sentinel. Well, Isn't that interesting? Well, the Sun Sentinel to me is rehash of the night before. That's why we never even bothered to subscribe to no. it. But um, Trust I thought me. that was pretty interesting. And they have phased it out in 14 districts she did not mention where they were. Very good move, believe me. Uh, but that is what's going on, and I thought I'd call you and tell you so that you knew what was going on. And uh, I've been listening to you for four months, and my baby is here, and she's uh, eight weeks old, and she loves you. <laughs> she loves to listen to you. <laughs> Great. Well, commend her on her excellent taste. Yes, true. So have a good day. and take Cover her ears. Okay. Bye-bye. 1.30, right on the nose at WINZ. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9400. Jim Baker called me on the phone. Sunday night, May 17th. Two months had passed. He said, Jerry, I want to ask you to hand the ministry back to me, as you promised in Palm Springs on March 17th. I said, Jim, assuming it was being taped or someone might be listening in and it was for the record, I said, Jim... Here's what I want to say to you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe. Can't you see that I am not afraid? Okay, let's uh, go back to the phones. And when we do go back to the calls, these people are desperate, okay? They came all the way out here into the middle of nowhere, and uh, they're very sorry about it. And they don't want to manipulate the show. You know, you've heard me talk about the pain-in-the-ass TV people who think they can come out and manipulate any talk show in town and coerce us into talking about something that we don't want to talk about. And we're not doing that. We're doing it willingly and cooperatively because we love our friends at Channel 4. If they were from 7 or 10, we would have never let them in the gate. In fact, if they were from 10, we would have called Metro and they would be escorted away right now. We would have tied them, strapped them into a chair, and made them listen to 10 years of Brian Norcross's neighborhood weather nonstop. Here's the weather for Ogis. Okay, let's go to uh, Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Is seven on the, in the doghouse now, too? Oh, yeah. Well, they put us on live at five yesterday, boy. They owe us an apology. I see. Well, I want to apologize first to Tom Swinney for calling my weenie yesterday. Okay. All right. I'd also like to apologize to my boss for not earning my pay between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So I'm also going to apologize to the WINZ program director, who I didn't get through to, but his secretary, for calling him a dingleberry. A dingleberry? Yeah. Well, that's a compliment in his case. I see. He only wishes. <laughs> I want to apologize to all the old folks in Hollandale for the tread marks on their backs. also want to apologize to Mr. George Valdez for passing gas after eating black beans. And uh, I've got an idea for uh, Stan Majors. He can call it Jockstrap Radio. How's that? Jockstrap Radio? Jockstrap Radio. Yeah. Well, only if it's Don Johnson's jockstrap. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I saw the latest Hustler has a picture of uh, Don Johnson, which I'm going to send Stan. I think Stan's going to get a thrill out of it. Are you serious? I'm um, serious. Has he got his clothes on? 
Uh, well, he's got some, you know, female clothes on, put it that way. Female clothes on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Stan will love that. Yeah, yeah, he's going to like it. He'll get a thrill. You'll okay. see it, I'm sure. Okay, that's that Dragnet radio the guy was talking about. That's right. Okay. Okay. Bye Adios. Bye. there. It's North Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. It's a deep throat. Yeah. I'm still alive and well listening to you. Same thing happened when I called. I thought it was Kyle. And is that Kyle that answered the phone? Just leave him alone, will you, please? All right. I thought I was going to put a plug in for his raise, too. Um, a few things to say to you. I understand I have a bunch of rumors here because I haven't been able to call you. You were on vacation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I understand that Glenn Hill was referred to as a program director in the paper the other day. Yeah, in the uh, Sun Sentinel. Right. I understand he's giving orders now and expecting everyone to salute smartly and cackle up the hill, so to speak. Right. Is that true? That's true. Okay, also, I understand he got very angry at Stan Major the other day and you told him to take a boiling intimate. <laughs> Is that also true? <laughs> Uh, like. That's good. That was very good. Like Don't okay. uh, get too good here, sir. Another rumor for you. Lee Fowler has been seen dating a young Polish girl who he intends to hire as a secretary for 80 cents an hour. It won't be the first poll he's taken. Okay. Mm. Okay. The, I well, gotta, talk about a quick turnaround. Solution to the frogs. You know, at Stan's place. Those aren't really frogs. They're Taffy McCallum's relatives protesting his replacing her. <laughs> Are you going to press your luck? I, I probably will. Also, congratulations on your ratings. What ratings? What ratings? The ones that went from uh, jumped all the way at, off the board. Oh, those ratings. Yeah, thank you. I understand the management doesn't, uh, they don't read the papers. They're not interested, sir. We don't uh, discuss ratings. We're not into that. And I'll also, um, all these apologies you're making, you should be making them bilingually. It's not acceptable. And uh, Valdez has been on the phone trying to reach a major C-court to get a security system for his home now, I understand. <laughs> uh, okay. You redeemed yourself. Quit while you're ahead. Tamarack, hello. Hello. Yes. Um, I'd like to tell you you're going to have to apologize to Channel 7, too. What did we do, sir? Well, you were on it live at 5, but you were also on um, the regular newscast a little bit, the same piece, more or less, a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Well, we always like Channel 7 a lot. Okay. That's all I wanted to say, and congratulations and all the rest of it, too. Thank you. Buenos dias. Okay. Now, see, that doesn't really uh, get them off the hook. I mean, uh, being on the 6 to 7 is bad enough because nobody watches it, but being on live at 5 is such a gig... I was going to say a major embarrassment, but people would think I was using Stan's name in vain. It is... Uh, it really is. It's a monumental embarrassment to be on there with Denise White. Now, the other guy who sits there, that statue, whatever his name is... And he's made such a sensational impression, I can't even think of his name. He's, uh, you know, he's bad, but uh, he's innocuous. But Denise White is so bad on a scale of minus infinity that, uh, you know, there are no, wo no words to describe it. I would even rather sit and watch Michelle, and I would rather be dead than to have to watch Michelle. Except when she purses her lips. That's the part I like the best. When she does the wink and blink and nod imitation, that's not too bad. But when she starts pursing her lips, that's when we really all get turned on. And Channel 10 gets turned off. Homestead, hello. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Uh, sir, congratulations on your numbers. And uh, for the past two weeks, I've been trying to get all my family together to listen to the Michael Jackson Glove song. Can you please play it for us? Well, I have a little uh, piece of information on that. We have been told, in no uncertain terms that uh, this is not to be played on our air, but because you are so persuasive and pervasive, uh, I'm going to play it just for you. Thank you very much. But wait a minute. Is your family there now? I mean, I know that I that was together. just a... I have about ten people here. Oh, yeah, right. But, no, I do, sir. Thank you. What are you, you doing? Having an orgy in Homestead? <laughs> no. 
call Metro. Okay, sir. Good luck to you. Hello. This is Michael Jackson, urging you to help stop the spread of social disease. Don't risk your life by having a romantic encounter with an unfamiliar acquaintance. I urge you to do like I do. Go it alone. But make sure you wear protection. That's why I recommend the Michael Jackson glove. Worn on either hand, the Michael Jackson glove adds the security and peace of mind that I need to do it myself. So remember, before you pull it out, put it on and... The Michael Jackson Glove, proving once again that a bird in the hand is better than one in the bush. Available in sequin models for extra stimulation. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We're not getting any calls about George Valdez, but if Channel 4 played their cards right, they'd have some great material for the news tonight. And uh, we want to send our best to Michael Putney, because we know Mike's got a great sense of humor and never stole a freight train. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello, Neil. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Buenos tardes, sir. Hello. Uh, Welcome to Carroll City. Here you go. Two apologies. Uh, one to the neighbors of Jorge Valdez. Uh, yesterday I went up onto the U.S. Iowa, and in a weak moment I approached the gunnery officer, and I tried to convince him to lob his shell over into his area. But then I pulled back and thought about the neighbors and decided against the idea. And about Jorge's family. There you go. And the second one is when you were on vacation, I was in Hawaii, and I had the occasion to go to a luau. And in warming up the uh, people, the host asked that, People outside the wait, wait a minute. You went to a luau and they were warming up the people? Not the, not the cook. I'm just a... Sounds like a Santeria ritual in Hialeah, sir. Uh, but uh, they were trying to find out how many people there from outside the U.S. of A. Yeah. And it's a dog-eat-dog dog business, sir. Right. People there from uh, Frankfurt, Germany. Some people there from Tokyo. And I volunteered South Florida. And you'd be surprised how many people from outside the Florida area realize the problem we got in this area and so far as the bilingualism. Yeah, nobody's seen the troubles we've seen, sir. That's right. Well, I'm going to replace New Yorker, and uh, I'm glad to say that you've turned a seven-hour workday into a three-hour workday because of 10 to 2. Okay, well, we apologize to your boss, and have a great weekend. Yeah. Okay, Miami, hello. Hey, Neil, is he at the wall? Man, Jack. Yeah, what's happening? I'd like to thank you for playing 50s music back on the AM station. We're just rocking and rolling all you night believe, long. I believe that Rick Shaw's doing this voice. I mean, I can't believe this. Come on now. Is this really James Hummel, or are you putting me on? Uh, would I thank you, man? No. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you. See, I mean, the vulture's not here in person on the weekend, but he has to call in the show. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello, Stan. Or Neil. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that, Neil. Yeah, you ought to be sorry for that. And I'm sorry that I won't think on your leg. Can I ask you a question? But there's one thing I can. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What kind of a phone are you on? This is a, a portable Kmart. Yeah, take it back. Uh, let's see. We have an open line in Dade. Six two four ninety four hundred. Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes. How you doing? Buenos dias. I don't speak Spanish. That's why I moved from Miami. Really? Couldn't take all those Cubans. But I wanted to let you know my wife and I agree with you about Michelle Gillen. My wife heard you say that, and she said, you're, you're on number one on her list. Yeah, she's a simpleton. She's a twit like you said. Exactly, and I apologize for saying that, Michelle. You know, they can't even figure out how to pronounce her name, much less what it is that she's doing there with those 40-pound earrings, you know? It's embarrassing. Right. She's got I, ear, earrings down to her puppet. Uh-huh. I know you don't take requests, but I heard it, I think it was on your show, or it was on Stan's show about uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry. No chance. No chance? No. Where can I get that? That's another one they got hysterical about. Michelle, 
move? No way, sir. Anywhere I can, I can pick that up? You'll have to call Stan and ask you. That's his thing. Okay, we'll do. Thanks a lot. Okay. Good day. And uh, we have a celebrity caller, G. Michael McKay, on the phone with us now. I can't believe this. Somebody uh, from in the business, generally speaking. <laughs> Congratulations on your bonus check, Neil. Yeah, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. Hey, yeah. listen, you really got to get off for Gay Valdez. Uh, he, he needs the bilingual thing because he doesn't know English. In the paper this morning, it's, I and my family are in danger. Yeah, my family and I. Uh, Jorge, when he learns to speak English, won't need the law, so it's just a temporary thing. Yeah. Have a good day. Is that it? That's it. What is this, a hit-and-run call? Run. Okay. Bye. Buenos dias. Boy, I can't believe this. All these other people in the business that used to call in on this show and, you know, like schmooze and hang around on the phone, hoping that some of the success would rub off. I mean, I can't believe that Mike McKay just uh, ran off into the distance. Well, I guess he figured Tanner would hurt there and get all upset. Okay, now listen, this is a good moment. This is the first time we've had any open lines on the show all day, and they figure, you know, we've only got 20 minutes left. If you want to make a comment, if you want to be a celebrity on Channel 4, here's your chance, because they're desperate. And they realize that it's not going to happen, but I'm just, you know, putting on a good show for them. Dade County. Now, see, all the lines are flashing, and I know that those people were not waiting until what I just said, so there's no way. You're out of luck. But after what Channel 4 did to us yesterday, they deserve it. North Miami, hello. Good morning, Neil. Good uh, afternoon, Neil. Good evening. Uh, don't mess with success. Right. Mess with success, sir. Mess with success. Uh, I've I listened all week, and uh, my blood pressure is getting up a little bit, too. Um, or as they say on the Stan Major show, undress with success. Yes. Neil, I don't understand uh, how these, uh, with your ratings, congratulations on your ratings. Oh, yeah. 10.8 in the lunchtime hour. Um why is, is your station keep taking uh, your cart away from you, different records? Slowly but surely, they seem to be creeping in. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have the So Far campaign for freedom of speech, and, and these people keep slowly taking things away from you. Yeah. Well, they uh, have... You're the head, so to speak, of uh, Big Balls Radio. Well, it's interesting you should mention that, because I was just going to tell you, there is a disease that is set in here at the station that has to do with what you just mentioned. Yeah. And they are shriveling. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, at, uh, as of this moment, uh, they're about they're about the size of pistachio nuts, yeah. and uh, there is some danger that by the end of next week they'll be the size of BBs. Uh, 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 there's a lot of your li listeners that probably never heard Freeway and Spigot because they took it off a couple. You know that's gone. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of things that seem to be slowly. Uh, I, I, maybe they want you to go back to a uh, four or five share. Maybe you're getting no. Well, I uh, was going to save this announcement, but what I'm going to start doing next week, we're going to bring a lot of guests back on the show. A lot of yeah. those boring a guests we're going to have. The proctologist uh, on and the urologist and the uh, like authors that. and the diet people. Yeah, we're going to start bringing all those boring geriatric-oriented guests. And, and so you know, we, if we can get back down to a three. And give you your horoscope and all that? Yeah. The real exciting shows, right? Right. Uh, I, I see. If we can get back down to about a three, then perhaps we can re-earn their respect. Yeah. Well, Neil, um, I think maybe if a few listeners would start writing into the management and tell them, I think it, we should have a little campaign, uh, leave success alone or don't mess with success. And I think people should write in and start complaining because uh, pretty soon they'll have you down. You won't have any card at all, uh, you know. And uh, that's about all i got to say. I congratulate you. And uh, the past couple of days, you've been real serious. And uh, <laughs> it's different. Uh, you no know, more. But uh, no I've seen you last night on TV also. But uh, On which channel? Uh, four. Oh, boy. Four. How embarrassing. I, and I've seen uh, Momar, I mean uh, Sergio. <laughs> uh, I started to say Momar Gaddafi. <laughs> I meant Sergio. Uh, what's his name? George Valdez. Jorge. I'm yeah. sorry. 
Jorge, is that how you say it? That's it. Yeah, Jorge. Okay, sir. That's nice. Buenos dias. Have a, uh, listen, one Saturday a month at least. Nothing yeah, I think working, okay? work, working one Saturday a month sounds good to me. Yeah, no, I meant off once a month. We no, can't I'd... have you all three and work one. I like it the other way. Okay, have a great I... life. All right, Neil, keep, keep it up if you can. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay. Boca, hello. Yeah, Neil, congratulations on the rating. Thank you so much. Aren't you excited about him? I am. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm so a... excited. I'm just tinkling in my pants here. I'm going nuts. I'm going to switch over from FM. I'm listening to you now all the if time. If you knew how much significance they had, you'd really go nuts. <laughs> I really also want to tell you how they butchered you on Channel 10. They didn't even give you a chance to talk. No, it was pretty good, actually. Channel, I must confess, as much disdain as I have for them and as much contempt as they have for me, I thought they did. A, they put together a pretty good uh, patchwork job. Well, yeah, they left you there with your picture, and they just spoke over you. There's Neil Rogers. Yeah, and it said last November. Did you notice that? Yeah, and then they... Well, they weren't going to send somebody out here yesterday. They weren't going to dignify us by their presence. I mean, 2 was here, and 4 was here, and 7, and CNN, and INN. But Channel 10, man, they're busy, understand? I just It takes a whole crew just to stick Michelle's earrings on. They don't have time to send people out here. That's true. I just turned them on to see... They have to paste that stupid mustache on Dwight Lauderdale's face. It takes a lot of time to do that makeup. I think you're doing great, and uh, I wish you'd play that uh, that little thing you do about Jorge Valdez. And then when they take when they take that crane and drop Anne in the chair, man, that is a work of art. It's fantastic. If you could, Neil, the I little like part Anne. where he says, I estated, and then... She's a little too that. macho for me, but I like her. What? The part where you play, uh, I estated that on something, and then... Uh, I have to go to the store for chili peppers. That's oh, yeah. I oh, yeah, it. that's a George Valdez rebuttal. Okay, maybe we'll get that in today. Well, thank you very much, and uh, continued good luck to you. Okay, bonos duos. Bye-bye. Okay, Kendall, hello. Neil. Yeah. And, uh, damn it, I'm going to demand some kind of an apology from you. Okay, I, mean, I you apologize. I really screwed up my life and my work productivity. I used to sit here and listen to WLYF and that soft background music. What's that, lifeless? Yeah, lifeless. And then uh, somebody turned the dial that wins, and I started listening to the Neil Rogers show, and now I just sit here with all kinds of work piled up in my desk and, and don't get a damn thing done. Yeah, it could be worse. You could be listening to QBA. Hey, Rosita, I have to go shopping downtown for my mother. She needs some tortillas and chili peppers. Go ahead, sir. I got carried away. I'm really hooked, and it's costing me money, and you owe me an apology is what I say. I'm sorry. We'll never do it again. Is that good enough? Oh, there he goes. I guess he accepted it, right? Either that or it wasn't good enough. 13 before... Well, screw him. 13 before... Hello? Yes. Yeah, listen, Neil. Did you speak know... up. Speak up. Did you know that when Valdez was in Cuba, he had a very important job? Hello? I'm listening, ma'am. Oh, Hanging yeah, on your every word. A Cuban friend of mine used to work with him. In Cuba, he said it was not easy to separate flagship from pepper when you're wearing box boxing gloves. That's a good one. They ought to use that on four tonight. Twelve minutes before two at WINZ. Did you hear what she said? Did you understand it? I didn't either for sure. I think I do now, but, uh, you know. Mobile phone. Hello. Hello, this is Mobile Phone. Amazing. You know, I've been listening to uh, your show for about a half hour, and I, you know, I really feel that you serve a purpose in this community. You keep a lot of people entertained. But, you know, but... for a, over a half hour, we haven't. I've been trying to get something, and you haven't said anything. I'm waiting for something meaningful to be said. Like what? Like goodbye? No, I don't know. How about like That's goodbye? 
tell me, you tell me. You, you know, I don't know. I don't see anything meaningful happening. Uh, just going around in circles. What do you mean by meaningful? In other words, you feel that there must be some kind of redeeming social value on this program? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, kind of. Okay, let, let me say something so very... Just, wait a minute, sir. We're knocking... Let me say something meaningful to you, okay? Excellent. Hasta luego. It's 11 before 2 at WYNZ. Let's say, I mean, on a mobile phone, no less, at 35 cents a minute, and he's calling in here. Another sued. Taffy is no longer on this station, sir. We do not invite pseudo-intellectuals to call in, especially from their mobile phones, okay, so they can impress us with how important they are. Well, I'll tell you, that Sergio's got a sense of humor that's unbelievable. Okay, let's take our last break, and we'll come right back. Okay, Stan Major's in the building, and if anybody owes anybody an apology, it is Stan Major. Right? Boy, the list is so long. I mean, first of all, the Haitian community, after the disgusting, grotesque comments that Stan made about our Haitian friends, the uh, Bahamian government, after those nauseating, revolting comments he's made about the Bahamas and how rude and disgusting, and even if they're true, which they are, uh, he owes an apology. Today is Apology Day at WINZ. We are sorry. We take it all back, and we especially apologize to our management for doing a little bit too well. Our next caller on a payphone. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how are you? Good. I apologize to Jorge Valdez for living in Dade County as a non-Hispanic person. Speaking the English. No, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. And number two, uh, remember yesterday the guy called says uh, he didn't think what would happen to Miami without the Cubans? Yeah. I know what would happen to Miami without the Cubans. Miami would be another tropical paradise again. As opposed to what, a tropical depression? <laughs> and uh, See, now that's a shot. You should apologize for that, sir. I apologize. Because there are a lot of nice Cubans out there. But I tell you one thing, you're doing this thing... George with... Valdez is not one of them, but there are a lot of nice Cubans out there. Yeah, a lot of them. But uh, you're doing this in a democratic way. By exactly. All we're asking is, you know, we're giving out phone numbers. We're asking people to call the Metro Commission offices. That's it, period. We're not asking for violence, death threats, bomb threats, uh, attacks on anybody's family. But, of course, Mr. Valdez always retreats back into that crap again. Of, oh, my family, and why is he doing this to me? And he's just trying to make himself into a martyr. But there's one thing you don't realize. You cannot handle the banana boot mentality with the democratic mentality. Exactly. It's in the guys outside the metro government center. Yeah. Demonstration and all that. I bet you'll be out of the office in two hours. And I got one more good thing for you. Okay. I was coming up Lejeune Road in about an hour ago. Yeah. I see these uh, big posters that they use for uh, uh, election things. There's a picture of a young boy. He's about like 20 years old. He looks. His name is P-E-N... E-L-A-S. He's running for an office. I don't know what office because the whole thing... Wait, wait a minute. You want to say... Now, don't say it because I don't think you can say that on the air. It might be actionable. Do you want to spell that again? P-E-N... E-L-A-S. He's running for an office and the only thing on that sign is in English. It says, a new voice. But I want to ask you one thing. You wrote these letters down? Okay, wait a minute. P-E-N... E-L-A-S. A-S. Yeah, just take that E-L in the middle and put it up front. And see what it says. L penis. And that's how exactly he looks like. Incredible. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture from it. Okay, well, he's got my vote, sir. Okay. Okay, good luck to you. Plantation, hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. This is a privilege. I'm glad you're working today, but I'm sorry I'm bothering you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry, really too. I'm really concerned because there, you know, there are a lot of 
hotlines available for drug addictions and, you know, all these things that are going to save everybody. And there's a hotline for cocaine addicts. But there are no hotlines for Neil Roger addicts. What do we do? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? I also... You know, I, I, Stan's show does serve my purpose because I've been non-productive ever since your show uh, came onto my dial, and uh, you know, you owe me an apology because I've lost a lot of money. Well, I'm my very, company. I'm, I'm very sorry about during those that. hours, and I have to right. take home work on Saturdays just to catch up because I don't do my work during those uh, those hours. Right. But during Stan's show, I, you know, I tone down and I'm I'm able to wean off of the of the radio. You're able to what? But, um, and then another thing, too, the TV, you know, TVs have couch potatoes. Yeah. We call Neil, Neil Rogers listeners. Are we potatoes or what are we? Hello? <laughs> we seem to keep losing contact here. Are you cutting keep, me off? I keep, no, I'm not cutting you off. I just keep hallucinating that you're asking me these inane questions, and I know that you couldn't possibly be doing it, so it just must be a hallucination. Well, it's a hallucination, and I really mean it. I love your show, and we do listen to Stan every now and then when we try to get some work done. Actually, he particularly suffers because we all need to get back to work, so this is really, I mean, you know, he can't be blamed for anything. Okay, well, I'm sorry for all of it, and have a wonderful life. Oh, boy, I'm telling you, boy, this show is coming to a close none too soon. Let's go to Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Listen. Are we going to spin a dream or two? Today, Maybe cop a jackpot or two? Is today Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. 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 Anyway, did you realize, you haven't mentioned it, but Dr. Bernard is no longer. Yes, I did mention that, and I take great credit for that. Neil Rogers Potato Heads. That's not too bad. But he is, I you mean... You can sell those at the Epicure Market. Yeah, you know, they replaced them with who, whoever it was, but I'm so With glad. some other boring guy. I don't know. Yeah, right, exactly. Did you ever notice on that talk that the, the audience doesn't realize who they're speaking to? Because they're asking this Sally Jesse, they're asking her real estate questions. Yeah. I think the audience is very confused by that format. Well, listen, the fact that they're listening indicates a great deal of confusion to begin with, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Anyway, on this, uh, this George Valdez situation, I've listened to this guy speak English, and if I was... Fifty-year-old uh, Latin male and spoke English the way he does. I mean, I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, this guy is a borderline illiterate when it comes to this. Oh, thing. I don't think borderline is accurate. As I, I would say that uh, illiterate is, uh, you know, the accurate term. But on the he other doesn't side speak of the... it English. Let's be honest. Yeah, I've ha I've heard some Latin callers to your program who are very reasonable and very uh, insightful yeah. on this thing, and they too do not want to see this. I mean. The guy from the post office who called, and there's been other callers. Yeah, there's nobody who wants it except George Valdez. That's the bottom line. Salad doesn't want it. QBA doesn't want it. Citizens of Dade United don't want it. Uh, don't want it. That's good. I'm starting to speak like George now. You know, nobody wants it. That's the bottom line. So all we got to do is say adios, arrivederci, give it a rest, put it away, and leave us alone already, right? I, right. I agree. Anyway, I'm going to have to call her right now. And well, good luck to you. You think, uh, do I have a good chance to be a Bruce Williams impersonator? He could be there. Okay. More likely on Tuesday. They're closed on hey. Tuesday, but that's why he never loses any money at the track. Well, listen, that's going to do it. We were really on a high roll, and, of course, we degenerated to an all-time low here in the last half hour or so. And we can thank our friends at Channel 4 for that. But listen, uh, you know, nothing is perfect in life. You ought to be sorry. And we accept your apology and have a wonderful life. 
And uh, say hi to Alan Mendelson. Okay, stay tuned. Stan is going to be in here to apologize for his whole show for four hours. <laughs>